What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down Intermission. I have no idea because I haven't looked. But uh, yeah, Matt's in Iceland right now. That's the green one. That's the actual green one, yeah. That's where the, the, the Mighty Ducks 2 villains were from. Of course they were. You you um, are you are genuinely already an old man because you're referencing shit. Every and it's the same shit every time. How am I referencing the Mighty Ducks too before? You've done the Mighty Ducks. That in blank check. I know I know your material. What? Blank check. Don't, I know blank but, check, but when the hell talked have about I the Mighty Ducks it? before? I've heard it. Oh, I'm sorry, Ken. That's what I grew <laughs> up on. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You're an old man sitting in a rocket chair. Guys, this is, this is like, we aren't even five minutes in, and we're already fighting. Jesus. So, on the show this week, we have Ken McGowan. Hi. And Anthony. Hey, how's it going? Hey. I wasn't the one insulting Drew, so it'll just be me and Drew talking around Ken. <laughs> we'll go to sleep. Go to sleep, then, Ken. Well, there's a couple of things we wanted to bring up. It's kind of just a shoot-the-shit show, but... One of the big things I did want to bring up was the fact that, well, you know, in August of this year, uh, you're not going to be able to purchase anything from the 3DS. Uh, I, I, I know it's you. You won't be able to add funds to 3DS. Well, then, if I'm correct, because if I, think I don't have any funds on it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, if so, basically, in your cutoff date's August. You can yeah. still purchase stuff until next year, May or March of next year. But if you don't have any funds, you can't purchase anything. So they're shutting down the store for the 3DS and the Wii U. And I did want to bring up a a good, hey, maybe pick this up before the store shuts down kind of list. Um, I picked up a lot last week. Um, with They had the Shin Megami Tensei sale. Yeah, they had the Sega Atlas sale. Yeah. And uh, I got the majority of that stuff. I got all of the Shimagami Tensei. I, I mean, four. there's some. Yeah, as you say, there's some pretty easy ones to to kind of cross off. I, I wrote them down as series. Um, the Shimagami Tensei series is an easy one to be like, hey, if you have any interest in those, the Shimagami Tensei four is only on 3ds, and so is uh, SM SMT four Apocalypse. Yes. And then you have the spin-off games with Soul Hackers. It's the only English version, I think, of Soul Hackers. And that... Strange Journey. Well, but Soul Hackers is getting a sequel, right? So yeah, it is. If you want to play it, I would keep an eye out. You might want to hold off and see if they go on sale again. Maybe? So what's but the cutoff like, date to add your funds? August. Uh, August, August something. So what happens? Like, well, you you'll still be able to download them. I'm assuming. Like, Nintendo's not going. They said they're never going to take that away. Okay, or, I don't know if I believe least, them, but you know. they said for the foreseeable future, we are not going to remove the ability to download anything. They also said they're not turning off the servers for online games. Did they say that for the Wii? Uh, Wii U, you mean? No, Wii or the Wii. Um, because it's off for the Wii, right? You can't get that shit no more. So you can't download any purchables, per, anything you purchased on the Wii. I mean, anymore? the Wii was weird, anyways, because the Wii. I don't think you could re-download things 
Well, it wasn't tied to an account. It was tied to the yeah. system. It was tied system. to the system. I mean, so is so is the 3DS to some extent because the account is tied to a system. True, but so, the Wii is straight up tied to the yeah. system. Like, there's no account. System. I don't know. I don't know how that works. To be honest with you, I thought I, I read somewhere that engaged. people were trying to back up all of the WiiWare stuff because well, it was going was... to not be available to download anymore. You're going to have that with the 3DS as well. People will back it up for other. Things. I just don't trust Nintendo. That's just no. I don't trust anybody. I mean, I trust Microsoft the most because it's fucking. They, PC they've company. done. They've well that, but they've also done. I mean, yeah, they have all that from the PC era, but like they they also have shown that they have a little like all the, most of the stuff. If it wasn't licensing issues. That led to it down, or uh, led to it coming down. Um, it's still up for purchase. Like, yeah, Soul Calibur Four content isn't there anymore. DLC, um, the Splatterhouse. There stuff are some isn't games for, that are gone. Yeah, like, and and there, yeah, there's some games, but you can buy most 360 games even if they don't work on Xbox One. Still, that's crazy. Um, so there, they've done the best job of it sony does a really bad job of making it accessible yeah trying to download something is a nightmare because if you go to xbox.com and type in a game name in the search bar it'll show you the page and you'll be able to access the it's it's still on the new site but like it looks like the old xbox purchase page yeah if it's not available Um, on the series x yeah, yeah so They've done a really good job of making that still available. Um, which is weird because at some point, like, what was it, Don Matrick that said, like, we have a product for people that don't want to uh, connect to online. It's called the Xbox 360. Yeah, he's a, he was a piece uh, you of know, shit. You know, with that. He's a piece of shit, but, like, to some extent, like, they sold a, they sold a new model of the 360 when the Xbox One came out. Like, this is true. And that support is still going and we're technically past the Xbox One now. Um the P- PlayStation stuff you can't access all or see all your purchases anymore on a web page. The only place to see it is like PS3 and PS Vita. I think that's probably tied to the same problem Microsoft had with the original Xbox Live. Cuz if you remember they had to destroy the original Xbox Live because there were like what was it, two or three games attached to it? Yeah, Halo 2. Uh, and uh, was it Miss Pac-Man and something else? But, like, they had to get rid of that in order to allow certain things to work on the new store. Mm-hmm. I remember when that happened. And I think that's what Sony ran into with PS3. Like, that's why they can't show it on the website anymore, because they've got a new store. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's it's disappointing. But, yeah, Nintendo isn't trustworthy on this either. Um, to be fair, they only have, like, one generation worth that's disappeared, but... I don't know that I trust I'm gonna be honest with stuff you. is going to be there. That's my I'm concern. Gonna, and I'm going to be honest with you, the Wii stuff, for the most part, was virtual console stuff. Yeah, people want and, to hang on to their Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> right. <Simulators. clears throat> Sorry? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I did. That's what I just wasn't sure if there was something else important in there. But yeah, like 
at that point, if it's the, like the stuff we actually lost when the Wii store closed was WiiWare titles, but yeah. like how many WiiWare titles can you name? I can't exactly. name them, but I know there was a um, the, wasn't there a Castlevania the, game on there? So the, the yeah the Rebirth series from Konami are are commonly mentioned. Uh, there was an indie platformer called Lost Winds. Lost they Winds. That's PC, what I was trying to but, think of. But yeah. Lost Winds. But Lost Winds came to PC. Mm-hmm, yeah. The developer put in the effort to bring Lost Winds and Lost Winds too. But there was like a Space Invaders game that's gone, just gone. Um, there was an Adventure Island like 3D version that's gone. Um, and I'm not saying these games were great or anything, but like they are gone. Uh, now the, uh, pirate community as Nintendo would want to put them, has actually done a really good job of preserving these games, but they're games that didn't sell well for a system that had a size limit. And I have a feeling most of the devs either have dissolved entirely, got absorbed into other companies who don't care, or they just didn't sell well enough to see a point in reissuing them. So, that stuff is truly gone. Um, and the 3DS stuff, I I think we're lo- we're potentially losing far greater amounts of games, like far better games too, um, because uh, we have the opportunity now to kind of circumvent high prices uh, with you know games that get released on both the eShop and physical. Um, one that I know you would want to bring up, Drew, is um, I wrote it down. Give me a second here. Uh, do, 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 did I? F- thought I did. Um, the time one, the time travel one. Oh, time hollow. No, no, no. 3ds, Drew. You played down Phoenix down. Oh, um, the the nine 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 stuff. What are you talking oh, about? I did. The, the RPG that's time travel that people said is like the next oh, Chrono Trigger. Ra- Radiant Historia. Thank you. I thought I wrote it down, but I apparently didn't. I must have skipped over it in my list. Yeah, Radiant um, Historia Perfect Chronology is only on the 3DS. Now, they had Radiant Historia on the DS, but it's impossible to find now. So, so and the 3DS physical version is now expensive as well. Yes. The Shin Megami Tensei games are expensive now. The Etrian Odyssey games are expensive now, and the 3DS eShop is kind of the last way that a developer gets money for this stuff before I would just suggest piracy. Um, and I and I, I only do that because like when you start paying secondhand prices for stuff or like the absurd inflated price, like um, you know, two hundred dollars because oh well. Uh, you know, they they didn't do a big print run. Okay, but that doesn't mean it's a $200 game. Yeah. Like, I, I could buy enough copies of this to just warrant the fact that it's now a $200 game. Um, because, like, Dragon Quest Seven, Dragon Quest Eight, those are, like, $150 games now, physically. So, if you want to play a lot of JRPGs... The 3DS eShop has a ton of them. God, yeah. Um, so I kind of wrote down, like, uh, the Fire Emblem series, not my jam, but Fire Fire Emblem Emblem. series is expensive on cartridge for the most part. There's a bunch of DLC for all of them. 
And there's the what? The three houses one. Is it three houses? There was the uh, one that had the two different versions, and then no, there was like was, the third. There was a third version too. Yeah, uh, that was Fire Emblem Fates. Oh, okay, Fates. Right, three houses. Wasn't that the one there. you had to buy, like something ridiculous to get the whole story or something? Yeah, yes. you had to buy the three games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember the controversy around that of being like, you got to spend like 150 dollars to see this whole story. No, the controversy was, you bought, you bought the physical cartridge. And there was, but there was three stories, but only two UPCs that were found in most stores, except for the collector's edition that was like in low print runs that had all three stories on like one cart. But you, but or two carts or three carts or whatever it was. But it was absurd because it was super expensive, and then there wasn't a lot of them. Yeah, and then you could also, if you chose a different path at the beginning of the game, they say, "Oh, well, you you can buy this for DLC." Oh, that's out. right. I remember that yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jay, Nintendo, Jay, like, fuck off. Me and Jay both did like a collaboration on that review. I remember I did, that now, yeah. Yeah. Jay played the easier version. I got the harder version. Well, that uh, seems backwards. Jay yeah, should right. always do the hard stuff. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it was known though which one was easier and which one was harder, right? Yeah. No, that's it true. wasn't. Yeah. I think that was when we were still getting Nintendo stuff early until somebody pirated it and then we everybody got cut off for early code. Yeah. Yep. Whoever that fucker is, I still want to punch him in the dick. The <laughs> yeah, Fire Emblem Fates was okay, but they it was kind of scummy that they did that. Fire Emblem Awakening is superb. That's the one where I had a lot of people. I, that's when I started hearing about Nintendo artificially like make artificial scarcity nonsense with Nintendo. That was because I was came out. Shortly before Amiibos, like within the year, right? Oh, fucking... And sorry, sorry, I still have fucking Amiibos. Yeah, I do too. It just too many. I remember people being like, "Well, they did. There was only, uh, you know, like there wasn't a lot of Fire Emblem ones, and it's scarcity and it's artificial. Nintendo doesn't want to make more." Um, and they said that about Fire Emblem as well, but like. I recall having Fire Emblem Awakening sitting on store shelves, like the initial like six, because they didn't even send us like a full box of twelve, sitting in the store shelf, and then all of a sudden they were like gone. People like really wanted them, and then we had people asking for them all the time, and we were like waiting for another shipment. Do you think those were people that were actually wanting to play the game, or people that were yes? Because uh, I remember, oh. I don't, I don't remember hearing a lot of people excited for Fire Emblem until like that game kind of kicked it up a notch. Yeah, there that, was a Fire Emblem on the Wii, and there was a Fire Emblem on the GameCube, gave a and there's shit Fire, about Fire Emblem, and Fire Emblem on the Game Boy Advance, and they just weren't the biggest sellers. They, they're, they were. They didn't not sell, but they knew that they weren't going to sell a ton of them, so they didn't print a bunch of them. And they did that with the Fire Emblem Awakening. It was a niche series, and it wasn't the biggest thing in the world. And yeah, all of a sudden, like, oh, wow, okay, we're selling more and more and more, and then we're sold out, and we have people asking for them. And Nintendo's like, we're giving you more. Yeah, that was that was the higher profile one because it was like, you know, they had the cutscenes, like it, they introduced like the really grandiose cutscenes, and... It reviewed really, really well. Let's be um, fair, though. That game, that series still isn't hot. 
No, but it's it's it, it's one of those games kind of like Xenoblade where you go, wow, I didn't think that would be like a core Nintendo series. Sure, but three million units for that last game is not it's not lighting anything on fire. No, but three million units for a strategy game on the con- on a console. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like, more than Xenoblade who, Chronicles sold. But who's? Yeah, but I mean, like, who would expect a um console strategy game to sell that well? It's just generally not where you find the audience for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fire Emblem's never going to be on the PC. Be fair no, that. but that's but what I'm saying is is like you just don't see like that audience like that's a strategy game. Also, right? it's that's also just horny very, now, right? I don't know. I don't play them. I just <laughs> was bringing it up. I was bringing it up because like, hey, those games are going to be locked to the 3ds. I cannot see them porting them over. I feel like that would have been an easy win, and they would have just done it already. So, what's the over under that 3ds games will ever be like? In the Nintendo Switch Online. I doubt it. Because they they tried that with the Wii U where you could actually do the DS stuff. And it's like, man, it doesn't work very well. The reason why the the DS and the 3DS work well with two screens is because they're right next to each other. You can't do that with anything else. And like having them side by side doesn't work for every game. And then we're going to turn it into... uh, a vertical position, but then like Nintendo really doesn't have an official answer for the vertical position. Hey, so reverse cowgirl. It, it just doesn't. It just doesn't seem like it's going to happen ever. Yeah, and that's a shame, but that's the reality of making a console that doesn't, uh, you know, translate well to any other system other than ones that are built the same way. It's weird to continue to call it the 3DS when nobody uses the fucking 3D. I like the 3D function. Everybody else is crazy. I mean, I I used it like the first six months I had one, and then I never oh, used I love it again. It. Depends on the game, mind you. Like, uh, Ocarina of Time has some weirdness with the 3D, where in sections I just found it never worked. Like the uh, Chamber of the Sages, with all the like sort of like waterfalls or whatever of light whatever's happening in the background the background doesn't it it doesn't look right so but wasn't anyways yeah it, so. um what other series do i have oh the etrian odyssey series i know that's not drew's thing but like, it's, it's, it's a little too hardcore for me but hey, that's another series that it's all basically on the 3ds uh, yeah. so that's never two been remakes. anywhere else has it uh, DS had two Etrian Odysseys. I mean, and still, to me, the, the DS 3DS. and the 3DS are like the same ecosystem. No, but yeah, you're 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 right. The Etrian Odyssey hasn't escaped that, and then you have the two Persona games, which are built like Etrian Odyssey games, Persona Q and Persona Q Two. Yeah, this this um, goes back to like current. Those are stuff. way more accessible. Sure, but this goes back to like current stuff now, to where like they're limiting it to one machine, and you worry in the future, like. These games yeah. should be like accessible across the board. Um, again, like I think a lot of it's built around a gimmick that, again, you don't have a translate. Like, like the fact that the Switch is portable 
and home console, right? Means that Nintendo no longer has a dedicated handheld. And so the 3DS line dies. And I've thought about it, um, I was thinking about it like the other day too, where it's like the Game Boy line died too. Like the original DS was, or DS Lite, I should say, was the last time you could play Game Boy games and they were only Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. Um, so everything kind of disappears. It's just with the 3DS stuff, I know it's, you can emulate 3DS and I know there's ways to put games on the 3DS through other methods and on legal channels. Um, but sometimes for simplicity's sake, it's just easier to buy them. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel about it. Also, uh, like, there's people out there who just like, like, like me, I'm like, legit, I want to give the developers a little bit of money for this, you know? Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying that people are, that, that put, you know, stuff on, you know, uh, personal finance, you know, like I have a friend that does it, but it's because he doesn't have much money otherwise. Yeah. It's not a lack of not wanting, or it's not a lack of wanting to, it's just a lack of funds to do so. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just like worried that like emulation and ROM dumping and stuff, like, it's how much effort people want to put into it. That like, uh, when ROM sites get shut down, it's usually because they are asking for money. Yeah. It's the reason why that, that you can kind of access ROMs on a website that definitely is not um, the Internet Archive. Uh, There's so much shit on there, then yeah. they don't charge for it, so nobody but cares. Is, exactly. Yeah. And like so, a library. Yeah. It's... Like, every time a news article comes up about it, it's that that's the problem. That somebody was getting money for doing illegal activities. The thing that I want to kind of point out, though, is that all the stuff that's on the Internet Archive or wherever else you're looking is done by fans. Someone had to put the effort in to get the game, then dump the game, and then put it online. And we take a lot of that for granted. And... Again, like, what gets saved is based on what people are interested in. Now, there might be some crazy people out there that decide to just kind of buy everything. But, like, what has been removed from the eShop already in the past just for licensing issues, right? That maybe isn't saved. That doesn't make it. Like, it's stuff like that where you have to kind of think, like, maybe, like, I should purchase it just to kind of cover my ass, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can get into that mentality, but then you also go into the mentality of like, who the fuck is ever going to play that again? Yeah, well, I'm not saying buy <laughs> crap. I, like, you know, I, I used to think like I would save every CD ever and then just put it into a big library that people could come and listen to anything. But then it's like, man, people could print anything to a disc. Um, like, you know, it's crazy when I hear people that want to go for like full Wii collections. Dude, a lot of Wii games are cheap because they're trash. 
Um, I mean, and they're like you go to the library. It's probably what sixty percent trash. Oh god, yeah, probably more than that. And like the 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 look at the Switch uh, eShop. No oh, one's ever saving oh, all oh, that. It's eighty percent trash. But but, but <laughs> like, holy crap. But like but like the 3ds and Wii U. People forget, but like those those stores were inundated with trash towards the end. Sure, towards the end, but so, in the beginning they were very. much In the beginning they were great, but then it was just like nope, the floodgates are open. So. It, oh, it's just, you, you, you are, you are, what am I, my, my kind of point is though, is that you are at the mercy of somebody else uploading this publicly if you don't take it upon yourself to buy it, yeah. right? And that's kind of why we're talking about this. Um, Somebody's out there clamoring for a girl fight. Yeah. And remember God that, bless them. That, remember that I Xbox no Live interest. arcade game? Oh. About Rock Zombie. Oh, dude, that game was oh. hot garbage. All you gotta do um, is go on the eShop right now and find a game good. that is a dollar forty nine or less. Hold on, I will. <laughs> you go pull up that website that has the game. Yep, uh, you goddamn right, I am. Price. Let's see here. <clears throat> Twenty cents. Bullet Beat. I'm sure that's awesome. Twenty four cents. Magic Colors. Oh yeah, you can get Unlock the King two and three for twenty five cents a piece. Bam! Those are some quality video games. Oh my god! I'm sure they are full of stolen assets. Uh, Unlock the King one or uh, Unlock the King isn't. It's just what was the what was the fucking game I saw yesterday? Holy shit! I gotta find this game. There's there, there's Mario on Xbox Live. Is that what you're referring to? No, no, no. This put was up a, a shitty Mario game. This was a Switch game. I gotta find this thing. Oh. Do you actually go onto the Switch online just to look at stuff? Um, not usually. I usually check to see what's new to see if there's okay. anything new that I would like to play. Oh, this this game is a it's a sexy third person shooter called Waifu Impact. And the and the press release I got had a GIF in the email. And it's girls in bikinis running around shooting each other with squirt guns. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I have uh, some other uh, series. Hey, if you're into Pokemon, there's a ton of Pokemon games on the 3DS. Pokemon! Yeah, like mainline Pokemon games that you won't be able to get anymore. Um. Hey, there's a bunch of Picross games. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've kind of lost the love for Picross. Uh, that isn't weird Picross from other people, but all the Jupiter Picross games on the 3DS are there. Um, Pokemon Picross. Yeah, uh, that one's weird, and I don't know how that'll work when uh online doesn't function anymore because the idea was you had to buy crystals for time, but then they capped you at like forty bucks. Yeah. Once you spent $40, but you still had to go to the shop to get crystals for free. And I don't know how that works when online's down. Good question. Yeah. Um, just trying to go through the series stuff first. Uh, the Yokai Watch series. Um, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's a, kind of a Pokemon clone, but 3DS only. And they're super expensive physically. The third game is. Hundred fifty dollars used, and it's not that old. 
Um, that thing used to be huge. It just that's how low. Uh, it was big in Japan, and I think they really tried to make it big. They pushed and it, it hard never, here. Because yeah. I remember when the watches first that. came out, like you could buy the watches with the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I, it was a, like I, it, it felt like a good try, but boy, it just never. Basically, Pokemon but, but capturing ghosts, right? In your watch. Uh, yeah, but like there were some neat things. Like you had to find them. Yeah, that was the whole gimmick was finding them. Because they're they're yokai. They're like little evil Japanese spirits, and like you you know they all are based off of traditional yokai. It was really neat. Um, but it knows a lot about it. He played Ghostwire Tokyo. There's a lot of yeah. yokai in Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> a lot. Um, I, uh, I'm just kind of looking over. I wrote dolls down with like Shinto yeah. stuff. Pretty cool. That, that one, the woman with the scissors who who uh, will cut your head off from Clock Tower. I mean, not that one, but <laughs> the traditional the, the Japanese giant scissors cut your appendages off. Character. Supposedly, it's a, it's a woman wearing a mask and a trench coat, and she asked the person. Do you think I'm pretty? And if you say yes, then she takes off the mask and her mouth is slit open, a lot like the Joker. And she says, "Well, I'll make you pretty like me with scissors." Or if you say no, then she cuts your head off. Oh, she didn't ask me in Ghostwire. She just charges me with the scissors. She just, ah, I gotta kill you. Yeah, she just runs at me really fast, and I have to parry her and then wiggle my fingers and do some finger magic. Gotcha. Anyway, how I roll. Um, the Box Boy games. Never heard of it. From, oh, Box Boy is a puzzle platformer. Okay. You play as a box with legs. Gotcha. Yeah, those were um, ported it's, though, didn't they? Uh, no, Box Boy and Box Girl is the fourth game in the series. Okay. I thought those were ported Switch. or something. I I thought that was a port, and I just found out it was not. Maybe that's why. I, I was like, oh, yeah, let me just pull up the Box Boy. Um, yeah, it's from HAL. So the people that make the Kirby games, do, do oh. they puzzle platformer and it's like it's weirdly cute for something that's literally just a square with two dots for eyes um but yeah those are 3ds exclusives so box boy box box boy and bye bye box boy <laughs> Say that three times our, fast. Our, our our 3ds sequel or uh, 3ds series that's not available anywhere else so uh it's kind of like there was also Pushmo World on the Wii U, but Pushmo, Crashmo, and Stretchmo are, are these Mega Man all... bosses? No, they're they're puzzle games <laughs> where the idea is that you you pull parts like they give you like a pixelated image, right? And somewhere on that image is a platform you have to get on, but it's a two D image in a three D space, and you control a three D character that can pull out different colors of this picture and then jump up. And the whole idea is that you have to figure out where you can pull stuff out more to make it so you can pull the next piece out further. Cause you like, you get to pull it out once, twice or three times to get it like Lady. the maximum depth. <laughs> I had to. God damn it. I was just leaving um, it alone. I knew somebody would pick it up. Uh, and they're really addictive. And get very hard. Um, but I, I really enjoy that series. Um, I've never played the Wii U version. I'll probably pick it up before the Wii U shuts down too. But um, Y'all motherfuckers yeah, like, are the two people on the planet still got your Wii U's hooked up, aren't you? 
Probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like those are really good uh, puzzle platformers. Again, a whole series basically locked to one console. Because uh, I think Pushmo World is like greatest hits, but I, I I'm not sure off the top of my head. I didn't realize uh, Box Boy and Box Girl wasn't a compilation. So, um, just trying to pull, wrap up the series. All the Zelda, you can get most of the Zelda games on the 3DS. You can get Zelda One, Zelda Two. If you what, have a new 3DS, what, you get a link to the past. Does it matter though? Like, is there any on there that you can't get somewhere else? Because let's be fair, uh, I bought Zelda true. like 37 times now. I don't need it on there. That's true. Um, so 3DS wise, you're gonna want a link between worlds. Yes, absolutely. That's the one game that needs ported fucking fiercely. Yeah, at this that point, I would. Th- that's amazing. a game that doesn't. That's a game that doesn't need two screens. It doesn't. It has a nice three D effect with the, the yeah. dungeons that are like. But I think I think a higher res- Yeah. But I think a higher resolution would do just fine. Dude, port that in the art style of Link's Awakening, and we're good. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah, that would sell like how, like how did that not happen for the thirtieth anniversary of Zelda? Like how? Like and they because they did nothing for the thirtieth anniversary of Zelda, um, <sighs> except delay Breath of the Wild two. Yeah, and release out release that game and watch. That, you know, oh, the one sorry. That you can still find the Mario one. 35th anniversary. God, yeah. I'm old as fuck. Um, let me th- sorry, I'm just trying to think. And, and I would recommend the Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time remakes. Those are the definitive version of those games. Sure, a but lot of people like will argue, hey, somewhere else. The Maj- well, the Majora's Mask, I know that there's some people that think that game is broken, but I think that is way more playable on the 3DS with the new Bombers No Pad. Um, some of the quality of life adjustments, like, boy, play the original and then you play the 3DS version. The 3DS version is just made to streamline aspects, so you're not doing fetch quests over and over and over and not completing them. But that was the um, charm. No, it wasn't. That's why Dark um, Souls is good. It's just the difficulty. You know that? Hey, if you're really a, a completionist, there's Triforce Heroes. I wouldn't recommend it, but it's no, there. No, nobody I, wants Triforce I, Heroes. I own it. I that was. I, uh, I think I had to review that game, if I'm not mistaken. May have. I don't remember. That game was. Um, I don't mind that game. It's fine. It's but... fine. Eh. It's fine, but it's not even as good as Four Swords, which is which a I, game. I also have on my 3ds. Yes, I do too. And I, I prefer that, and I prefer Four Swords Adventures on the GameCube than Triforce Heroes. Um, the next one is the Mario and Luigi games. Mm, There's yeah. a remake of Superstar Saga. There's a remake of Bowser's Inside Story. There's Dream Team. Dream There's Team was so good. Paper Jam. Is that all of them? Uh, no. There's well, no. well, you're getting into the Mario. You're getting into the Paper Mario series. No, as because well. the Paper. Yeah, but like I would. What was I'm the Mario vs. Donkey Kong Minis? What was that one? Uh, it, it, it's, hey, more Mario vs. Donkey Kong Minis. That's literally, at that point, there's Tipping Stars. That was one of them. Okay. The, the, the remake of... Yeah, I said there was a remake of Superstar Saga and Bowser's that, Inside Story. But the, the remake of, of of Superstar Saga, didn't it come with like some kind of plus... Yeah, Bowser's, plus Bowser's Minions, and then it's Bowser's Jr.'s Journey and Bowser's Inside Story. Gotcha. And they're the same sort of gameplay. But I wouldn't be like, hey, buy it for those. 
Um, wow. I would say buy it because they're really good RPGs. It's a shame that they didn't do partners in time, but we can't always get what we want. That's the hardest game to access because Superstar Saga is, I think, even available on Wii U backwards compatibility and Bowser's Inside Story you can trip over for the DS. Um, yeah. But uh, And then I, I'm starting to get into more of like... Um, single one-off stuff, but there's, like, two more. The Dylan series, which is uh, Dylan's Rolling Western. Dylan. Um, he's an armadillo that kind of rolls around, and it's a tower defense action game. Um, I love that series. It's very weird and unique, and it what, it's a Nintendo first-party title, and it's only available download on 3DS. I don't know why there was never physical copies, but... Nintendo doesn't want you to know about their bastard child, Dylon. Yeah, apparently. He's the greatest and, rapper and of all time. It's Dylon. I don't I don't think they had physical copies. Um but um The other the other one is hey, Luigi's Mansion one and two, Dark Moon, are available on three DS. It's weird that Luigi's Mansion two is only on the three DS. It's a shame because they're fucking great, but I love the, all the Luigi Mansion games. They were all good. Does, does Luigi's Mansion 2, like, is it, do you need the second screen for that one? I don't remember off the top of my head. Not that I think anyways, but, um. I've got a series that you haven't mentioned yet. It's a series near and dear to my heart. There are multiple mainline Monster Hunter games on oh, 3DS. Yeah, I, I, I knew so, I knew you'd bring it up. I don't have to. I don't have any. Affinity for that series, dude. The Monster Hunter Four Ultimate is one of the best Monster Hunter games that's ever been made. And Some of the only best Monster 3DS. Hunter games are only on portables, right? PSP has quite a few of them as well. That's where it's, that's where well, it didn't. It wasn't where it started, but that's where it ended up for a long time. Started on the PS2 and then yep. went to the PSP. No one remembers big. the PS2 game. What's well, no a bad video game? If you, There's if two you of them. Go back Monster and play Hunter them. One and Two are on those on PS2. They're bad. Two. Yeah, they're bad. They're, they they feel like D3 published games. They feel like PS2 games as well, which if you go back and play mm. PS2 games, like camera control and stuff is real bad but, but, back then. Well, you know what I mean. It feels like a low-budget title. Well, because and Capcom didn't care. They were just making something new. And The only thing I can say, though, and this is something that if you are a Monster Hunter fan that has enjoyed Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Rise... If you try to go back and play some of those 3DS games, there are a lot of quality of life improvements in World and more so in Rise that you're not going to get. Sure. Like, like if you, perfect example, if you want to heal and you want to drink a Mega Potion in Monster Hunter World and Rise, you can walk around while you do that. In the older games, you have to stand still drink a potion, and then flex your muscles to heal, and you are vulnerable during that entire time. That sounds like a really neat mechanic. Yeah, they improved Monster <laughs> Hunter significantly, but there are some really, really great titles in there. And especially if you are a Monster Hunter fan who wants to experience some of the older games, they're only on 3DS. Yep. Hey, I think Monster Hunter Stories 1 is a 3DS and Android iPhone only. It is. It is. But, hey! Phone games. Do you want to play it on an actual video game machine? 
Or do you want to play with higher resolution on a phone? Wow, that's a Sophie's choice. Dude, what's going to happen when Stadia goes under? Who's going to archive all those games? Hey, it's almost like that was a bad idea from the get-go. <laughs> when, right. when are we going to get a RetroArch core for Stadia? Uh, you know how those games are going to be uh, <laughs> saved? Uh, on on uh, every other I was gonna say every other console that it was released on. And uh, the, to the few Stadia exclusives, I'm sure they'll be put elsewhere. All, all two of them. All two of them. I saw the campaign uh, going around for the for them harassing the dude that makes the Outbreak games to bring all the games to the Stadia. I would, if you were harassing me to bring over games to fucking Stadia, I would make sure to never do it. Oh, he's, he's bringing them all over. He's trying to bring them all over because you know. Would have been like, hey guys, no. Lady is only looking for the top tier quality software. I respect uh, those outbreak games, but that guy puts one out like every six months and they're not really that different. So. Yeah. They're fine. So I got a couple others. Yeah, you go ahead. I've been talking for a long time and I still have more to talk about, but that's, I'd that's fine. Keep going. I'll just knock them out right now. So, uh, Yoshi's New Island. Pretty good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna double down on that, but say Yoshi's, or Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World. Okay. Um, because it's an expanded version of the Wii U game. Now, Which it's obviously not gonna be as pretty. I think the Wii U game got DLC to kind of even it out, but, um, hey, it's a really good Yoshi game on the go. Uh, I liked it more than Yoshi's New World, but Yoshi's New World is still a good game. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I've got, uh, the Bravely series, Bravely Default and yep. Bravely Second. Great JRPGs that you can only play on 3DS. Uh, Bravely Second is pretty cheap physically. That one's relatively new, right? Yeah, that was one about um, two years old. Yeah, but say. I don't think it. I don't think it sold very well, but they had a bunch of copies of it because the first game did well. Yeah. Well, they did, I'm pretty sure it came out game. post-Switch, so a lot of people were moving yeah. to Switch. Probably that, too. So I looked up some of these games I had written down on uh, price charting before we started, and yeah, Bravely Default still is a decent price. Like, it goes for kind of the price it was when it came out, 40 bucks. There's probably inventory um, laying everywhere for that game, too. But Bravely Second, I, I think I saw 20 for, like, a f- complete in-box copy. So. That's like but it, it, is, it is, for. It, it is, well, I think I bought mine for 20 Canadian, so, yeah. And you got uh, the, the Project Cross Zone series. Oh, God, I remember that thing, the one that had every freaking Capcom character in it. It now, was only Capcom. This, is was it if Sega, Capcom, and that's right, yeah. Because Phoenix, Phoenix Wright was fighting like Harry Bogart and shit. Nah, it wasn't S and K. It was uh, Capcom, Sega. I know Sega. Yeah, Sega was in there. And um, Tekken characters were Tekken characters. No, what oh, Tekken? No, I think it was Tekken started. because I didn't Namco work on it. It's it's mono developed by Monolith with assistance from Capcom and Red Entertainment. Published by Namco Bandai, so it's a follow-up to the game Namco X, uh, Capcom. It's got Akira from Street Fighter in it. And... So Project so Project X Zone is is uh, Capcom and Namco Bandai, and then Sega. Yeah. Uh, sorry, and then yeah, okay, because Sega's not really on the cover. 
I don't think. Oh no, he is. Okay, that's Akira. Akira Ula La is also on the cover. Yep. Uh, oh shit! I didn't even see her in the background. It's so small. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Yep. This this game this game's insane. So the so Project Cross Zone and Project Cross Zone Two are on on 3ds only. Oh, it's Cross. I think I said X. Okay. I mean, that's how it's written. It's Project X Zone. Yeah, but I didn't even. You know what? My brain read it, and then like, as soon as I heard Cross, I'm like, that makes far more sense. And I've heard it that way, so I don't know why I said X. Because wasn't it called Street Fighter Cross Tekken? Tekken. Yeah. yeah. And then the last one I have is um, it's kind of a niche title made by Level Five called Crimson Shroud. Oh, shit! That's a digital only game. Too. That is a digital only game. It's um, so good. Yeah, it's literally D and D. Yeah. Holy shit! You know what the price of those Project Cross Zone games are? Oh, expensive by the oh, digital. Two hundred bucks. One hundred and twenty for the second one. One hundred and sixty for the first one. Those are on eBay. Should have bought that copy brand new for ten bucks at a Walmart, and I still kick myself to that day, but I had no interest. I mean, it probably Project still Crossover there. Is legit cool. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, but it like I was like, I don't really care for fighting games. It's not. It's not a fighting. It's not game. a fighting game. It's a turn-based RPG. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's not a fighting game at all, dude. <laughs> I thought it, it was a fighting game. No, no it's, it's not it's a fighting like, game. It, it, it's almost like Disgaea. It's like a strategy oh. RPG. Yeah, it has like grid-based um, strategy. And. And then when you go into battles, screenshots didn't do it. Yeah, when you go into battles, it turns into a side-scrolling beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. It's real good. It's awesome. I'm hurting. Okay. I get the feeling, come close to August, Nintendo will just be like everything. No, fucking so, dude. They've never. They didn't do that for the Wii. No, they won't do it. They, <laughs> they won't do shit. it. I don't know if you can get this any other place. The Mega Man Legacy Collection. Oh yeah, you can get it everywhere. Okay, all right, I got that yeah. one on there. The the, the 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 3DS version I think has like one exclusive thing, and it's like some mashup levels. I'm still I think pissed. you need the amiibo for it. So I'm still pissed pointless. that you can't get um, Mega Man powered up with the two new bosses for Mega Man One. It still makes me mad. Oil Man and Time Man. Yeah, with the remix yeah. music and the and the the chibi the, art style. The level creator. That game yeah. needs to make a comeback somewhere. If Sony isn't Sony putting PSP games on, yeah, watch they'll fuck that because the, the ah. Mega Man Mega Man X. Uh, what, what there was, was a remake X of remake? X too, right? Maverick Hunter, Maverick Ma- Hunter. Mega Man X, Maverick Hunter yeah. has been available for purchase digitally, but Mega Man Powered Up never was. All of those. All of those Capcom games that came around that time—the Ghosts and Goblins game, the Power Stone oh. game. The Mega Man Powered Up and Maverick Hunter are some of my favorite. Like, those were the reason I had a PSP for a long time. Yeah. Powered Up so is a PSP has some really good, like, titles on there. Twisted Metal, Wipeout, all of those Capcom jams. A lot of Atlas stuff on there. Nights yeah. in a Nightmare was really good. Oh, the, what was the, the actual good game from, um, what's his name? Guy that fucked up, Mighty Number no. 9. Oh, KG with, the book, with the book? Oh, the book. No, that was on Vita, wasn't it? Was that Vita? Okay. Yeah, that was Vita. That was, um, it was a Monster Hunter kind of game. Yeah, what was it called? I can't remember. 99 something or other? No. No. Uh, Soul Sacrifice? Soul That's Sacrifice. Soul Sacrifice, yeah. Nope. That's the game. Gotcha. That's actually from that studio, too, Concept. Maybe that was a good game. Yeah, but, like, they don't make the game. That's the, that was, no, can I just, 
Yeah, we've been Keiji over the Inafune. Keiji Inafune I, rant. Yeah, no, I, I don't. It's not. It's a minor one. It's just like people have said. There's no, like, oh, you have an idea for a video game? Well, great. No one's the ideas guy in video games. But all I've learned as I've grown up is there's always the ideas guy, and generally he's an asshole and incompetent. And this guy decided to build a whole studio around that being the ideas guy. They don't make the game in house. They ship it off to someone else, and they're like, "His We're name done was our attached part. to so many big things, though, that it was hard not to get Recore? excited." What did he do for Recore? Not like, Recore. Nothing. I'm talking about Dead Rising. I'm talking about how oh, he no, how he no, saved I, Mega I'm Man not, Two. Listen, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming anybody but him. Like, that's the thing. I don't blame people for getting on board with his stuff, but, like, dude, like, what business sense does it make to have a business, like, a game studio that doesn't actually make games? They just make ideas for games. There's people at game studios that can make ideas for games. Look at Inti Creates. They've made many. And they've made a lot so of the just, same game, too, let's be fair. To be fair, yes, but, like, I'm just saying, like, they've they've come up with ideas for games. Like, it's not like they are... Low on that. There's like so, 47 Azure Striker gun bolts now. But, but, well, but guess who's hitched his fucking trailer to that? KG Nafune. It's like, oh, I've been involved since the beginning. Horse I didn't even shit. know he was still around. I thought that that last Kickstarter yeah, for the he, Mega Man Legends sh- remake was... He shows he shows his face in those new Azure Striker gun bolt series uh, trailers. And I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> I don't even care. Like when they when they showed the first Azure Striker Gunvolt, I was like, "This looks cool," and I played it. I was like, "Yeah, this uh, this 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 is one of those." And then they made a second just, one and a third one, and I don't even. There's like fifty of them now. I don't know. The only person, and I can't believe I'm saying this because again, since I started on this podcast, like I feel like my opinion has unfortunately changed. Even though I still think he's smells his own farts too much, but the only person that's been consistent with being the ideas guy and being very good at it is Kojima. I mean, yeah, he's he's the only one. Yeah. Everybody else, like Shigeru Miyamoto, even has a lot of misses. Like, well, Miyamoto's has... kind of stopped. Yeah, he stopped whoa, 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 whoa. recently. But... Okay, what about Shinji Mikami? Mikami's been uh, making the really... same game though. It's, it's true, always but good, but, but it's always he's, good. He's 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 had. I mean, they've always been good. You're right, but I like I wouldn't say like oh, these are. He's not, good he's not as changing in the game five. since Resident Evil. He hasn't changed the game since Resident Evil, but it's always yeah. been good. Yeah. yeah, like the idea of "Hey, I'm the Resident Evil guy. Let me make a Resident Evil game." We just can't use that. Yeah, I mean, that's not really he's nailed that. Breaking the yeah, I can't wait to see what he's doing next because I feel like he didn't. He wasn't really working on Ghostwire. I feel like that was no. the second team at Tango. So I'm really excited to see what he's been working Evil on. Evil within. Three. Dude, I will take hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The E in Evil is a three. What are, you, what are we in is. the 2006 era of Xbox 360? What's wrong? You're goddamn right we are. <laughs> Shadow Man Two Ekin coming. Second coming with a two in it. <laughs> what was the C four <laughs> with the A was the four or whatever? Yeah. Come on, Armored man. Core four answer. Nobody, nobody played Armored Core Four. Answer, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's back to the 3DS stuff. Drew, the last, the last 3DS game I will mention is probably my favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite arcade 
sports game, which is Mario Golf World Tour. And they just put Actually, Mario Golf up on Nintendo Switch expansion pack. Yeah, which the the N sixty four version of that game is really good. Yeah, I know. I um, played it. So, so but uh, World Tour is. Mm. Yeah, I, World Tour. I bought good. a copy. I bought a physical copy off of somebody on like Marketplace for like twenty five bucks. Dude, um, I will tell you. But there's DLC that will go away for Mario Golf. To- uh, sorry, but but the World Tour. World Tour. Because yeah, Toadstool is um, GameCube. I remember Anyways, that game was one of the games we had a surplus of in our back room at GameStop. The three the. The 3DS version of Mario Golf, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because people are like, I don't know, why would I have golf on the go? Yeah, like that's the one they And it's crazy said. to think about that way. It's so good. In hindsight. It's so good. It was good. It was very good. Yep, um, I, put, I put like 40 hours in that game. I tried to blast through the rest of these as fast as possible, except for the ones I have to explain. Um, hey, you like Phoenix, right? Well, most of those games reported, but like if you want to play... A 3DS version of uh, the fourth game, which is Apollo Justice, which I think is personally the best game. Uh, although three uh, is really very good. good. Um, I love Apollo Justice's ending. Like the fucking hell, that's such a good ending. Um, but there's still two games that are stuck only on 3DS, and that's Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice. I bet they so, port those though, because they did the collection on Switch. And... I would hope so, but like, fuck, I don't also, know. Also, don't forget, Professor Layton makes... Well, well, I was gonna get to that too, because Professor Layton has two games that are locked to the 3DS. Yes. And one of them is good. Miracle Mask. Easy, you know, 40 bucks for a physical copy. Azran Legacy, that's 120 bucks. Did this make it Minimum. to the phone? They may have. So it's weird because, like, I know that the last latent game that got ported to Switch with his daughter uh, also made it to phone, but I don't know if Miracle Mask or Azran Leg- uh, Legacy made it to phones. I'm looking it up now. It looks like uh, okay. Leighton Curious Village was on Google Play. Uh, yeah, it looks like it was just Curious Village. It's the only one I see. Huh. I know that there is Leighton Brothers. Oh, uh, sorry. There's also Pro- only on Professor Leighton and the Unfa- Unwound Future. And... Yeah, that was the third 3DS or th- uh, third DS game. Yeah, Curious Village. Unwound Diabolical Future. Box was the uh, second. Okay. Uh, there's a trilogy on the App Store. Oh, okay. Uh, that that's includes Dialo- Diabolical games. Box, Curious Village, and Unwound Future. Okay. So yeah, all that's first. the original 3DS game. Um, then there was a fourth DS game, and then there was... So the fourth DS game bring... <sighs> Professor Layton, the first three games are one trilogy, and then it's a prequel trilogy with the fourth DS game and the two 3DS games. And the two 3DS games were never super easy to find, but the second one, Azran Legacy, is super expensive. And I believe the same goes for Phoenix Wright, uh, or uh, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. What about The Last Spectre? The Last Spectre is an expensive game, the DS one. That's the uh, fourth DS game, like OG DS. Um, So I'm just crossing these off. Uh, So I really fell in love with the game um, I talked about on the main podcast, uh, Hotel Dusk, Room 215. That's a DS Uh, game, right? That is a DS game. The reason why I bring it up, though, is that was made by a company called Sing, uh, C-I-N-G. 
And unfortunately, Sing closed down. Their last game was la- uh, last window, really? I just think, I just realized that's their last game. Last window, which was a sequel to Hotel Dusk that was only released in Europe. Um, was but they didn't really. Ago. Really? Yeah, 2010. Damn. When last window came out. Um, they did really good stuff. They had, like, I love the game again. Uh, I love the uh, game Trace Memory, which was, uh, another code everywhere else in the world. Don't know why it got, don't know why they would change the name, but they, hey, it was like an early DS game, so that's probably the reason why. Um, that company shut down. However, some of the developers came back and did uh, Chase Cold Case Investigations. I'm not going to tell you it's as good as the other Sing stuff, but if you have any affinity for those uh, old titles like Trace Memory, Hotel Dusk, it's more from that team. And it's cold cases, so they're re-interviewing people, and they're going through old evidence, and like it leans into that fact, and it's like clearly to get around not having a huge budget. Um, and it's kind of the last thing that that parts of that team did together. And it looks like a 3d version of hotel dusk because it's the same artist. Um, so yeah, I do recommend that. This is okay. This one is got a hell of a title. It's another eShop only. So there's really no other way around it. Cause it was chase cold case investigations. Delusions of Von Sottendorf and his square mind. No idea. It's a 3D platformer puzzle game, and the idea is that you move, like you move around rooms, and on the bottom screen, and the top screen is all like the 3D platformer aspect. And when you move around the rooms, you can access different doors, and so you're trying to collect all these things, but you have to slide these rooms around to get them in the right position to grab certain items. Does that make sense? Sounds like a perspective yeah. puzzle. It is sort of, but like, hey, I'm going through a door on the bottom floor of the room I'm in. And I want to get to the top floor of it. So the only room I can access right now I, that has a door on the bottom is goes into this room, and then I climb a ladder in that room and get into another room, and then you have to start sliding the rooms around to get the doors to line up so you can travel from one to another. Um, so if anybody's played... Spoiler, I guess. Anybody's played the end of Skyward Sword, there's a puzzle where you're shifting the rooms around. It's just like that, except that you view them from, like, a sort of side perspective, even though there's depth to the room because it's a 3D platformer. Um, you're kind of viewing them from one wall into the room. It, it's really well done. The 3D effect's really neat in it. Um, and it's something that can only kind of be done on the 3DS to have that sort of impact. Um, I love it. I saw it and was like, I need to play it. I did. It, it's a great game. No one talks about it. Um and it's kind of a shame because it's just this really charming game that was like, we're going to play around with the fact that this has two screens and 3D. And yeah, it's, it reminds me a lot of like Crush in the way that it's like a very different puzzle game that I don't think I want to see again because it's just going to be more of the same. But like, I'm glad it exists in some way. Um, it is a good puzzle game, but what I'm saying is, is like, it would anybody that did the same thing. It would just be a copy of 
this game. And it may do better on a bigger platform, but because the, the eShop wasn't really a big platform on the 3DS. But uh, yeah, all I'll think of is Delusions of Von Sottendorf and his square mind, which is fucking one of the worst titles ever. It doesn't roll off the tongue at all. I was going to say, I don't even um, know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's it's a shame. That's that's literally the problem. I think is too is like how the fuck do you tell anybody about this game without just having their brain melt in front of you? Um, so I, when you mentioned level five, Drew, I thought you were going to mention Fantasy Life. I feel like that's a must mention because it's a very popular and expensive game. I've never played that. Isn't that the uh, shit that our... John was obsessed with for a long ass time? Doesn't it doesn't have? It's not Honey Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware, but John's also obsessed with um, uh, Binding of Isaac, so he has a, he has a, a crazy. That's that's true. I swear he it... used to play the crap out of Fantasy Life. Why do I Fantasy Life is it Fantasy lot... Life or was it that that idol game? No, you remember the Fantasy idol Life... game? I do remember the idol game he was obsessed with, but I think Fantasy Life was something that he used to play with Laura all the time. Fantasy Life remember. is um. An RPG where you kind of choose a profession, and I I think it's neat. It's not going to be for everybody, but it's kind of like, um, oh my god, Rune Factory. So like, it's Rune level. Factory's five, really good. You know, Rune Factory also has 3DS versions, but I think I there's know. a new one that just came out on Switch, and I there's don't know a if bunch those of are them like. Recent, I don't know if those are one of those ones that get better with time type of thing. Like Imagine as you get the next one, pretty much the same thing with time. Yeah, uh, farm simulation. Um, two Nintendo ones, just to because I'm like I think they're some of Nintendo's best. Kid Icarus Uprising. Uh, Probably the last time you're gonna see Kid Icarus. I didn't need to see him the second time. All right, well you're wrong. That first Anyways. game is a bad video game. Use your credit card and shoot your arrows. I don't give a shit. Um, and Kirby Planet Robobot. I'll give you that one. Oh, that's a good game. And 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 Ryan's not here, but I have to say that Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn is on 3DS. It's yes, it's a port of the Wii game. The Wii game is still available and probably cheap. There's some extra features in Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn, but it's there if you want it on the go. Cool. Um, put my paper over. Uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. Rhythm Heaven is Rhythm. a game that is amazing. And this is a combination of, like, a bunch of different rhythm games from the whole series. Uh, and while I'm on that, hey, if you have a Wii U, the Rhythm Heaven Wii game, which I've never seen in real life, um, is on there for, like, 20 bucks digitally. So those are games that, if you've never played them, think WarioWare, but they're longer, and it's all rhythm-based. And they really make these really good songs out of... The actions that you're doing, like one of them is just um, hitting the tennis ball back and forth across the court, um, but it starts to t become music as you're playing. I, I love that game. I love the art, um, and this is just like the peak of the series and probably the end of the series too, because I don't think it's sold very well. Um, and related by the same team, Warrior Wear Gold. Another compilation, but hey, it's one of the best compilations, and currently the last WarioWare game. Um, fantastic title, I reviewed it for the site. I 
I'm the crazy Switch about WarioWare. Was the last WarioWare game. Oh, you're right. I forgot. That game is so different that it makes me feel like it's a different game altogether. Ugh. But the okay. WarioWare on the Switch is is very good. Um, but it has that character feature where he plays a different character throughout. Yeah, um, it's not just. Yeah. That being said, WarioWare WarioWare Gold um, is kind of the last time we had all the toys feature, which was like, hey, these are like mini games to play. And like when I say mini games, I mean like these are small arcade experiences that you can play, uh, which were introduced in the first game, but weren't in the last one, which was very weird. Um, so like in the first game, um, you got like Dr. Wario, which was just a reskin of Dr. Mario, ah, which Wario was the doctor. Um, and a paper plane game where you just flew a paper airplane down a tower. Um, it, you know, basic stuff, but it was like fun to beat your high score. And that was missing from um, Get It Together, uh, which was still a fantastic game and a breath of fresh air. But like WarioWare Gold, if you like WarioWare, is the best version of it because I don't really think playing Twisted is easy to do on any Game Boy console um, because either you can't see it and play it on the more comfortable original model or you play it in an SP and you can see it, but it's absolutely a pain in the ass to twist back and forth. Um, I guess still on rhythm. Hey, the theatrism <laughs> games are really good. That's a thing I just learned recently. And all the DLC that is like $50 in the original for all the extra songs and I think 100 in the second. But that's all DLC that's going to disappear. Um, all the Smash Brothers 3DS DLC is going to disappear and you might say, well, why would I get that version? But like that version had like some really interesting one-player content that wasn't in the Wii U version at the time and I don't think is in Ultimate. Not for everybody, but hey, I just thought I'd bring it up because the DLC will be gone. Um, Attack of the Friday Monsters, I have not played this, so I can't speak to it, but every, like I've asked people, I've looked online, this comes up all the time, I have bought it, it looks really cute. Um, I'm just bringing it up because like this is going to be one that is only available on 3DS, I don't think it's ever moving anywhere, because I feel like it would have done it by now. Um, it's a very interesting story where like monsters are real in Japan and it's kids trying to figure it out. Um, I, I it looks charming. I bought it. It's dirt cheap. It's like under ten bucks. Um, Super Mario 3D Land. I'm sure you can stumble over a physical copy of it, but I want to just point it out because I think it's better than 3D World. Um, I love it. I think it's one of the best 3DS games. It's important to own. Um if you want to see the 3D in action, but I think it's also one of the best Mario games. It's better than 3D World. 3D World's end game is better, but like you go through a lot of boring stages in 3D World to get there, and 3D Land constantly does some interesting stuff. And the best part is when you get into the harder levels in the end game of 3D Land, they reuse level structures from previous levels but throw twists into them so you don't even realize that they're the same levels you're playing through. Um, I, I love that game. I think it's so good. I think it's one of the best 3D Marios um, out there, I guess. Some people would say it's not 3D Mario, but whatever. Um, Sonic Lost World, 
is a must play on the 3DS because it's very different than the console game. I also going to just go and say Generations. If it's on sale, play that, uh, pick it up because it's got different levels than the main game. Um, and then these are the ones where it's like the last ones that I kind of want to finish on because I think like, hey, you, the DSi store is going to disappear. Um, so get Xscape, which is Dylan Cuthbert. I believe I pronounced his name. Um, the guy who like made Star Fox. Uh, it was a return to like the game he did before Star Fox that got him the Star Fox job. Um, and it's like a 3D space flight thing from like first person on the DSi. So it's a little rough looking, but I would do, I would recommend that. There's also the art style series from Nintendo, which was like these weird puzzle games. Some of them are rhythm based, like, um, uh, Picto Bits is this weird, like, sort of Tetris-like game. I, I don't know how to describe it. You just kind of have to play it. Um, but it remixes all this old Nintendo music. Um, and then I, I said that. Sorry, I, I said it wrong earlier. These are the last ones I want to finish on. River City games. Um, I fell in love with River City on the 3DS. Um, Tokyo Rumble and Rival Showdown are available physically. But Knights of Justice is 3DS only. Uh, Tokyo Rumble and Rival Showdown are sort of more like towards what you think of River City with a bunch of like modern day upgrades. Um, everybody's still like pixelated in 2D, but the whole world is in 3D. It's a really well done, uh, beat em up RPG. And I, I love those games. The weird one out is Knights of Justice, which is eShop only. And is like a feudal Japan, or no, sorry, not feudal Japan, he's a knight. So it's like got a feudal Japan sort of tint to it, but like also it takes place in Europe. And you travel around a board, like a board game, to go to different areas. So like you do go to different towns and everything, and those kind of work like the main River City games, but you don't go straight from like one screen to another. You go to a map screen between. Right. Um, and then you take quests and everything. Honestly, I think that series has peaked there because as much as I liked River City Girls, the whole time I played River City Girls, I went, wow, they really did this way better. Um, and I realize it's not the same developer, but they really did these, get this series justice on the 3DS and no one seemed to pay attention. Um, I, I, th- Give me a second. I have to look up. I have to look up because I can't remember which one is uh, which. But the one is time. One of the two main games is timed, um, and is actually a remake to River City Ransom. Um, so River City Tokyo Rumble is the game I prefer. It's um, a new game entirely and isn't time based. Um, in, uh, Rival Showdown, it's a remake of one, but it's all based around, like, certain events happen in the city, depending on the time of day. So that's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. So I would recommend Tokyo Rumble. You're going to pick one, but I absolutely love these titles. Like, I'm obsessed with them. Um, I've now made it my goal to find the weird GBA port of River City Ransom for some fucking reason, because I'm insane. But, um, 
yeah, you can have like a good collection of River City because I think River City One is available on NES as well as Renegade, but don't play the Renegade; it sucks. And that's it for me. Like, I, I honestly like. Is there mostly, anything on the Wii U? I mean, <laughs> shoot the bird. No. <laughs> honestly, honestly, a lot of the Wii U stuff, other than like Pushmo World and stuff, like there's there's Doctor Luigi, um, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Xenoblade I guess Chronicles they're... X, but it's like you can get that physically, but still, yeah, that is one. There, there's another oh. one that was actually brought up by uh by Wicked, uh, nineteen thirty two on uh, Twitter, NES Remix. Mm. That game so, is okay. It's fine. I like that. It's, I like it. But is there's, it really something that you need to... I mean, it's going to be the only place you can play them. Well, there's so two there's an NES yeah. remix. Well, there's two of them on the Wii U, Volume 1 and 2, and then there's a weird compilation of not everything for the 3DS. Yeah, I think I played those and games once, and I was like, oh, I'm good. They're, they're, they're very weird. Um, it feels like a... Attempt to kind of capitalize off of WarioWare, but without the wackiness, kind of bringing everything together. Um, but I do, yeah. I mean, that is that is a series that's a Wii U um, exclusive. I'm just trying to think if there's really anything else. Like the the problem with the Wii U store is that like, like the Wii U itself, a lot of stuff just existed elsewhere and the few exclusives that were really there you can get on switch now like xenoblade chronicles x is the only thing that i would say like save from a fire because i'm not going to tell you to get star fox zero or star fox guard um you can they're probably dirt cheap i've seen that's, Wonderful that's one available on other consoles Switch now. And PS4 that's now. right. That's right. They moved. You know, the, the yeah, Switch. just nobody cared so, like, because the game isn't very good. You know, <laughs> uh, Lego City Undercovers moved to other consoles. Um, the Zelda, again, we get into the Zelda, like, they're the definitive versions of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, but they're expensive. So if you want them, it's easier to get them digitally. And I'm going to say that about the Wii stuff, too. Metroid Prime Trilogy... For every time somebody says it is coming to the Switch, it hasn't. So if you're interested in it and you actually want to spend money and have Nintendo see that, it's available on Wii U as a Wii game. Um, and yes, then that is. particular you, ha- you have to have the nunchuck though. You have to have the nunchuck. Yeah, you can't play it with. Di- di- you have to have a Wii controller and a nunchuck. They only did um, like three of those games, didn't they? They did Mario. No, Galaxy. they did. They did, um, lot, like, no, because they had Lost in Shadow. Yeah, but there wasn't a lot. It was kind of like the the PS2 to PS4 game quantity. So let me just quickly look, because I, my... Because I bought Metroid and Mario Galaxy, which do me no good now. Donkey Kong Country Returns, that's not the same as Tropical Freeze, just in case anybody's thinking about that. I mean, it kind of is, but... I mean, it kind of is, but they're different levels. <laughs> yeah, but um, it kind of is. So Donkey Kong Country Returns is available on the Wii U as a Wii game. There's a 3DS version as well. It's up to you. Um, Excitebot... Ex- Excitebots? Excitebots. That's a weird name I know to, what try to say. Um, they tried to make the Excite series a thing, and it thing. never And Excite, out. But they decided to start with 
Excite Truck. Which, that game is boss, that's, son. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that name sounds contradictory. Like, you know? <laughs> Excite Trucks. What are we? Eight? Five? Maybe. What the? Yeah. Well, Have I'm you not ever saying. Have heard of Grave Digger? Grave Digger! Um, Kirby's Return to Dreamland, which is a more expensive Wii title, Lost in Shadow, or A Shadow's Tale if you're in PAL regions. Um, oh, fucking Jesus. If you want, and you're like, man, I'd really rather spend 20 bucks on it than like the five uh, I can get for a use. Co- Metroid Other M, if you're really into the series. No, thank you. Hey, yeah. Um, how is nobody talking about Devil's Third yet? Come on. No one's talking about Devil's Third. You mentioned it, and I said no. Dude, that game is so Pikmin One and Two are available as the Wii versions. Nobody cares. Um, Pandora's Tower. If you want to see what Project Rainfall produced, um, people think they do, but they Punch Out. The Wii Punch Out game is really good. I don't know what it's going for. If that's the only way you can get it, is a digital copy on the Wii U. It's worth playing. Um, like I said, Rhythm Heaven Fever, uh, Resident Evil: The Umbrella Chronicles is a really good light shooter. So is yeah. uh, on rail shooters and Punishment Star Successor. Umbrella Chronicles made it to the PS4, I think. It did. It did. Oh, right. did it? Okay, yeah. never mind. It did. Um, uh, oh, uh, the, the 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 House of the Dead Overkill. That's on PlayStation as well. Yeah, that's and it's, it not, available, it's yeah, not available. It's not available on Wii U eShop, but it's not available on Wii U eShop. Uh, so, and yeah, I think yeah. it's an expensive physical title, but it made it to PS3 for sure on a physical disc too. So, yeah. you know, the problem with the Wii U stuff is like, I don't know how to recommend anything for it because it requires having a Wii U, and that's a hard sell. <laughs> That was a hard sell when it, it came out. True. I mean, <laughs> but it's a hard sell now I, I, if you like turn it on. One. What? What? How, how much do, does anybody without looking? How much do you think a Wii U price is right now? Right if now, you, if you don't oh, know, hundred hundred fifty bucks. That's what I'm gonna guess. One, the only reason twenty. I was. I was saying. Why you really? You're really fucking me with that. Uh... I'm gonna tell you that <laughs> they're, that they're, they're cheap enough for me to like consider it right now. I find a used uh, Wii U 32 gigabyte black, eighty five dollars. Uh, oh, sorry, these are Japanese consoles. Uh, U.S. Oh, wow. one is one forty. Okay, I think I'm close. Somebody's selling the but... empty console box for the Wii U on eBay for sixty five dollars. Fucking, I hate people. God, why, why, why does eBay not like shut those things down? Oh, here we go. Nintendo Wii U white premium set used one hundred one sixty four. Uh, it, the loose Wii U. Console. The, only, the only problem is the only problem is is you're gambling on if that controller works. Yeah, that. Yeah, the gamepad. That controller. Yeah. yeah. This one's I, got a one year protection plan for thirteen dollars. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like I just rambled off a bunch of games. Games I well, like on 3DS, but it's just like, it's it's a kind of a shame that everything's going away. I've got a bunch more, because I just got an email. Oh, shit. And I'll go ahead and read it. I'll go ahead and read it off, because the next part of this will be short, but I also want to talk about it. 
but this is all from Dustin, and it's all Wii U and 3DS titles that he was suggesting. Oh, well, he at least has a list of Wii U. I don't have fucking anything other than, like, hey, buy... It's not many, but he does have some. Uh, it says, I'm probably going to sound like a broken record repeating all the games you guys just discussed. I'll try to make this quick. Wii U, Earthbound Beginnings. Yes, it's on the Switch, NES library, but this is the only way to legitimately buy it. The crappy That's part fair. is Wii U and 3DS purchases are tied to the system and not the account, so once the system dies, all your games are gone. Super Mario Advance 4? Super oh. Mario 3? Yeah, so uh, does he say, does he expand upon it? Yes, uh, Game Boy Advance That's where game, they got this the version Advance has the rare e-carter. They got confusing, because Super Mario Advance was also, what was it? Super Mario Advance is Super Mario Brothers 2, but it's actually a, di- a new yeah. version. It's not even the All-Stars version. Then Super Mario Advance 2 is Super Mario World. Yeah. But... Then Super call Mario Advance. Hold on, shit. Super Mario Advance Three is Super Mario World Two's Yoshi's Island, and then Super yeah. Mario Advance Four is Super Mario Brothers Three E. <laughs> of course, yeah. it is Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, Black Ops Four, Infinite Warfare Four. Yeah, he says it's a Game Boy Advance game, but this version has the rare E Carter E Reader levels. <laughs> e Reader. Ah, and it, so, and then the important thing to note, um, and like it may sound a bit weird, you can, in theory, put a bunch of e-reader levels on like an actual cart. The problem is the cart doesn't actually have enough space to take every e-reader level. It's only possible on the Wii U through emulation. There is so much effort involved with so little return on your investment. I'm also gonna uh, just in case just in case he doesn't have it listed, um the Mega Man Battle Network series, I know I said this before, all of them remove the need to connect to someone else, obviously, because they can't, to get all the chips. That's another question. Will the patches still be available for all these games? Yes. Okay. So uh, when potentially. I the So I'll tell you the reason why I don't think so. Because in the eShop on the 3DS, you have to find it as a different download. Download. Doesn't the Pokemon yes. game have like a glitch or something that you had to patch? I believe so, yes. yes. Okay. Yes, there there are patches for both Ultra Sun and Moon and the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Oh shit, make the burgers so. two fifty on the eShop right now. All right, go back to the email. <laughs> okay. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. Expensive DS game. This version has DLC maps you can't get anymore. Oh. Kuru, 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 Ruin. Yeah. yeah. I actually Fun own that. GBA. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I actually own that cartridge. It was a Japanese-only game, I believe. Uh, Fun GBA puzzle game Japanese only but GBA <laughs> isn't region locked and it's cheap game and it's readily available here yeah it's oh, a here you um, go, Ken. is devil third devil's third on the eShop that game is stupid expensive now and not the best but if you were curious this would be a cheaper option for sure 60 bucks on the eShop I think that's what I paid for <gasps> back when I bought it <laughs> oh my god 
I tried to buy it physical, but like nobody locally around me no, had it. No, it's just the fact that it's sixty bucks digital. Like, wow, these fuckers really know. <laughs> Hold on, devil. Come buy your crap. Uh, oh shit. We shop for it. Um. Um. Seven hundred and twenty-one dollars. Oh, Jesus. Okay. A physical copy of Devil's. Oh, here's one for five seventy-five. We got a deal. Um. There you go. Bob bucks. So Bam. To to um describe uh that game is tied to whoever got my Wii U that I traded in. So <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> There's um, Bart. Boom. Dead. Do you know the game Roundabout? Is that that FMV uh, game? Yes, where you're in like a limo. That yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lim- You're in a you're like a limo driver. Yeah, and it the right. limos constantly turning. That's Kuru Kuru Kururin. That's the same game. Gotcha. It's actually taken from Kuru Kuru Kururin. Okay. I want to know. Can you still buy Devil's Third on the eShop? It's twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, uh, it's not bad. Twenty nine. Yeah, it's okay. been reduced from fifty nine ninety nine to twenty nine ninety nine. I might buy it just. Just that. Just so you know, golden eggs will not work after December 28th, 2016. I don't know what the fuck that means. What is that? It was a thing in the game. Alright, well. That game had online. I forgot that game had online. I played it online. There was nobody online. That game doesn't work. (laughs) Golden eggs will not work in this game that's fundamentally broken anyways. Here you go. God, that game. Yeah. Affordable space adventure. I'm not sure if it's available somewhere else. Affordable space. I've never heard of that. Um, I think this might be a... Oh, this no, is this a... is not the game I was thinking of. I was thinking of... Oh, it's only on Wii U. Yeah. Uh, oh, because it unique use of the Wii U gamepad to control spaceship by using the controls shown on the touchscreen, including two different engines and other controls. Okay. Gotcha. Fable Horse I, Adventures, I, baby. I thought this game was something completely different. I thought this was the, you know what? I thought this was Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. That I don't was know why an I Xbox those game. Things. That was that on everything. Was. Eventually, but it was originally on the Xbox, and it's a co-op game. You have to have a co-op yeah. Partner that's to that's. Play that. I don't know why I thought that was this. So same I, cadence of title. Yeah. Or, uh, he said, any super spendy GBA, NES, etc. games such as Metroid Fusion. Oh, yeah, you know, like 3DS. Oh, that so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. 3DS. Where to start? Pocket Card Jockey. Pocket uh, card. Box Boy Games. Uh, there's, what, three of them? Box Boy, Box Boy, and Box Girl, and Bye Bye Box Boy. Apparently there's a fourth one as well. Uh, uh, crash Mo, Stretch Mo, and Push Mo. Yeah! <laughs> Harmonite. I I Harmonite? that's very good. I've been told it's really mm-hmm. good. I've never played it. It's a rhythm like platformer, I think. Sounds it's like a rhythm it. game. I think it's done by okay. Game Freak. Okay. Game Freak also uh, made Timbo the badass elephant. They did. They that. also um they also made Pocket Card Jockey, I believe. Game Freak's made some weird games. Denpa Man 3. I think mix of Pikmin and Animal Crossing RPG. Uh, that sounds terrible to me. <laughs> I like Pikmin. Pikmin's okay. I don't All like right. Pikmin. I'll look up, I'll look up the Denpa, Denpa Man. 
I liked Overlord. I've seen it. The first one, but I did not like Pikmin. The concept of Overlord is way better than... Oh, absolutely. 100% of like, the Overlord. fact that Yeah, playing well, Overlord The, the is, fact that eh. the, the, stupid, the stupid things that follow you, whatever they are, the minions, but I don't know if they have like a race or whatever, but the minions are like, we're going to revive the, the Overlord, and then they get the wrong guy. And that's you. God, they made three of those games, if you remember. Uh, they made more than three. I think there's only three. There was the two on PS3 and 360, and then they made that top-down one for I, the... What was it? P, uh, Xbox One and PS4? So, there's Isn't there one Overlord. called Rising Hill? That's the, that's the port of the original. That's a, or oh, that's there a is DLC a DS game, Overlord Minions. There's Overlord 2, Overlord Dark Legend, Overlord Minions, and Overlord Fellowship of Evil. There were four games. There was Fellowship of Evil was like a Diablo type game. It's well, still Overlord, no, it wasn't. and it's five games. It and wanted to be, but it wasn't. Most of them. You know what I mean. Yeah. The, the Minions game wasn't great either. Anyways, back okay. to Justin's list. Starship Damray. No idea. I don't know what that is. Nothing. Nothing is said on that. No, don't know what it, it is. I'm uh, looking it up. Um, oh, this is the first-person horror game that kind of reminds me of. Oh God, Drew, uh, the dude Echo in Night this, Beyond. The dude in this screenshot looks like the butlers in the Overwatch map on Starship Damray. Yeah, like there's this dude sitting in the floor. Okay. This robot. He looks like the butler in. Um, which map is Paris. that? It's one of the three-point control Paris. maps. Not Paris. Uh, Paris. No. Wow. I don't need this tip. IGN, IGN did not give, although my, it says IGN Middle East, so maybe it was the Middle East version, but like, um, Starship Damray review, 5.3. Starship Damray's that? suspenseful okay, atmosphere quickly dissipates, laying bare its stripped-back design and presentation. The positives... Interesting premise. Initially Did you just say the positives? Because that's that's good. I like that. Positives. It was the Oasis map. God, God damn it, man! Okay. And then it's a, yeah. Right. They say Paris it's not scary. They say it's got a rubbish presentation, and it says no frills design. I'm gonna be honest with you. No frills design is a positive for me. Cut that nonsense out. Dude, Tired of, like, another one of the screenshots shit. looks like it has the 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 uh, the Japanese lady with the hat and the raincoat. <laughs> oh, the, the the yokai. The yokai. It looks. Like she's all white silhouette. So. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take a. All right. We we got a giant list here. I gotta get through this. Go for it. No, you don't. We have all night, Drew. Turkey, please. No, I don't. There's a game called Turkey, please. Three uh, DS. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Mario and Donkey Kong Minis on the move is digital only on 3DS. That's the one I talked about earlier. Okay, I yeah. thought you meant... I don't know the, uh, all the fucking... They put out those games like every two weeks. I just know tipping stars exists and you can't tip stars anymore, so the whole game's fucking pointless. Go ahead. Ace Attorney know, Dual Destinies is digital only. Ace Attorney yes. Spirit of Justice is digital only. Swords and Soldiers. Don't know. Dylan's Dead Heat Sorcerer? Breakers. Dead Heat Breakers is know. the third Dylan game, and that is... Dylan. 
Dylan and also, Dylan. Swords and Soldiers may be the same game that's on PC. There's Swords and Soldiers HD. So I don't know if that's the same one or not. Fabio on the cover? You know that's not this game. Sorcery. That's what I said. Sword, it's, 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 it's sequel to Swords and Sorcery earlier, so... Uh, Dylan. All right, we said that one. Uh, Sakura Samurai. How could I forget that game? Oh my god! Okay, it's you're a samurai, but it's Punch Out, and you stand okay. kind of. You're you kind of speak in my language. Okay, so you you kind of do a map like you know going from one place to another, but all the battles, the idea is learning how enemies telegraph their moves. And you, it's it, when I say that, I mean, like, they set it up like Punch-Out, almost. But, like, the enemies come at you from different angles, so it's like a 3D space. It's really fucking great. And uh, I think I've only ever heard one person talk about it in, like, any sort of meaningful way. And it was because I asked them, like, hey, you like Punch-Out, did you like this game? And they're like, I love that game. Like, like that's it. Like. I think I picked this up because they gave me a discount <laughs> via, like, gold coins or whatever. You, the name of that game, for some reason, reminds me of the PS2 game um, where, at the beginning, like, all your body parts are cut off and it's in black and white and you got to recollect oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's, this is far more cartoony, but yes, I know which one you're Why do I about. think of that game when you say, is, did it have Samurai in the title? Uh, I don't think so. What the hell was the name of that game? That game was so cool. Way of the Samurai was the one that has the um, different choices. Yeah, they made like a bunch of those too. There's four, I think. There's only one of this game. And and the thing that always stuck out to me is like you lose your eye at the beginning of the game. And as soon as you get it back, the game goes into color. Color, yeah. Blood Will Tell. That's the game. Yeah, yeah. That game was so cool. Published by Sega. Iron God's uh, name. Reissue, huh? Summer Carnival 92, a great Famicom shoot-'em-up. Hmm. Mysterious Murasame Castle, Famicom Zelda clone. Okay. Yeah, from Nintendo. Like, I think it actually predates Zelda, potentially. Maybe the... Oh. I've, I've been, I've been told that's a Zelda? really good game. Maybe. Yeah, I uh, can't Jet remember. Jet Rocket 2. Uh, for some reason, I f- I think I remember that game. Is it like a like a jetpack refueled kind of game? Where no, no, it looks like it's a 3D platformer. Interesting. Okay. I what the fuck? How did I game. not know about any of this stuff? And apparently, the first Jet Rocket was a WiiWare game. Yeah, it makes sense. Interesting. Huh. Okay. All the Sega 3D titles. There's yeah. one physical cartridge with maybe eight games, but the rest are digital only. The Nintendo classics to 3D games like Kid Icarus. Oh, dude, those things were Attack so of the Friday Monsters. Yep, I, I knew someone. Um, yeah, the the 3D, 3D. When he's talking about this Nintendo classics, I think he's referring to the 3D classics. Um, Excite Bike, Urban think Champion. They sold Excite Bike by itself Dave. for twenty dollars. Is that how much that game was? When they Digital? originally re-released all the NES uh, games on the on the DS, they sold. No, it no, like... no, no. This 
if it was twenty dollars for it was not for the NES version of the Excite Bike. It was for the three D remake of it. And I know that sounds really stupid, but when it played in 2D, it was the NES game. And when you put the 3D slider up at all, it actually showed you showed them building the level out to yeah. give you more depth. Um, the Kid Icarus and the the Kirby ones are kind of more basic, where they've made some small changes uh, gameplay wise. I think it's bigger in in um, uh, Kid Icarus, um, but like they just put kind of backgrounds in. It's not as entertaining. Um, and then Urban Champion, I think, is, like, fully 3D, and but, like, you can rotate the camera, but then that still requires you to play Urban Champion. So. But right. I think those are the uh, only four, and they were made by Arika, who does who did the, um, the 3D Street Fighter games that I can't I, remember. The name I was of. thinking of the classic NES series on the GBA. Those were twenty dollars for just straight up uh, excitement. Yeah, and they weren't right. even they weren't even they yeah. weren't even proper. Like they were weird proportions. Yeah, those are the things I think because they were just like plain red and black and green boxes. And they were twenty dollars, yep. and I'm like, dude, I'm not paying you twenty dollars for Excite Bike in the year of our Lord. Not when Mario's the same price too. Yeah, like, no. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Crypt and Shroud, short, fun D&D style game with dice rolls. X-Cave 1 through 3, fun little hack and slash. Guru Men 3. Oh, Guru Men. I remember Guru Men. Regular version. Yeah. Yeah. Regular version is very spendy in in the PSP or cheap on Steam, but this one adds some stuff, though, if I I remember right. Yeah, these were on PlayStation or PlayStation Portable PSP. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Guru Men. Yeah, uh, it it was on PSP. I own that. Um, But the 3DS version does add content. I believe the PC release also added the same content. You know who made those games? It was Mastiff and Nihon Falcom. Well, Ma- Mastiff is just the publisher. Yeah, yeah, but Nihon, Nihon is, yeah, Mastiff, the publisher of ne- <laughs> <Fight> <laughs> the glorious Nihon. <laughs> I know it's Nippon. Leave me alone. Shut up. Uh, Liberation Maiden, which is oh, a they brought only. that back on the Switch. I think. Okay. I think. Uh oh! Wow. Okay, but um. No, iOS in Japan, and then it's 3DS everywhere else. Okay, what's the game I'm thinking of? It starts with Liberation. That was put back on. I don't the think Switch. you're thinking anything of Liberation. You're probably. It even has Eterno, the same Eterno character Eterno model. Blade. The same... Eterno Blade. No, not Eterno Blade. That game is bad. There's a visual novel that's on the PS3 and Vita, X-Blade. but they were Japan. What was the Atlas game with the the lady that looks like the lady from Liberation Maiden? I don't know, man, but you just said it was the same character design. I said, I don't know, and there's nothing else here. Never mind. I don't also, remember. that's part of the Guild one, Guild 01 games. And the Guild 51. 01 games. Liberation yes, Maiden I, was made I, by Grasshopper. Yeah. I, yeah. I have never heard of this. I mean, Suda made um, a lot of weird games. So Guild, That's true, the, but I've played most of them. So Guild 01... Um, was the compilation of video games produced by Level 5 for the 3DS, which had Liberation Maiden, Aeroporter, which is from Mute Saito. Oh my god. It's the Aeroport Banager game, Crimson Shroud, and Weapon Shop Domasi. 
Um, and then Guild 02, which was Attack of the Friday Monsters, Bugs vs. Tanks, and the Starship Damry. Dude, Liberation ah. Maiden's composer is Akira Yamaoka. Akira Yamaoka, yeah. Like, it's fucking what insane. The f- Dude, come on. Is this, is this something I need to get? What the hell? Is this a what? Um, you cut up there. Is this something I need to get? I'm I'm probably going to just pick up the rest of the guild games. I mean, it looks like... I mean, them. do we even say what it is? Oh, there's a screenshot of her butt. Okay, I know what this game... No, it's like an airplane shooter. Yeah, it's a top-down okay. space shooter. Looks like Macross or something. I'm all right with that. Uh, I see her. <clears throat> yeah, that's... Um, yeah. Rhythm... <laughs> Excuse me. Drew got choked up. Let me just butt. let me just read that. <laughs> Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix digital only. Silver Falls has a couple of games in 3DS. It's weird horror style games. I haven't put much time into. There's a lot of info about it. There's not a lot of info about it either. I know there's uh, two other games in the series: one on the Switch and one on the Wii U. I've been meaning. Silver Falls. You're Never talking about my guy all wrong. He's from Silvertown. Dude, it it it's like Resident Evil Silent Hill shit. Really? Like I'm looking at it. Yeah. It, Be careful though. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. You never. Yeah. Know. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. I don't know. But like I'm looking at it, and then who remembers Countdown I, Vampires? Come on now, brother. I don't know what the fuck. Okay, hold on. We need to deviate. What the fuck are you guys talking about? You've never seen Countdown, Countdown Vampires? Vampire? It was Bandai oh, Namco's man, was a... version of Resident knock, Evil. Knock, knock off of Resident Evil. Oh. Vampires. It's so The vampires move like all, zombies. All you need to do, Anthony, is go watch the intro for Countdown Vampires. Holy shit. Oh my It is very God. early 2000s. Yeah, that, 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 that of, PlayStation uh... puppet CGI. Ooh. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad game. Also, Silver Falls seems to be. I'm looking at it. What, dude? This this series is so fucking weird. So, in the so I'm on the website, which they have. Which, by the way, um, it says no categories at the top. Cool. Then it's Silver Falls in basic Arial font. Official site website for the Silver Falls game series. See, see more, and then it just pulls you down the page. Okay, Silver Falls episode prelude for uh, Nintendo Switch. Um, so they put these games on the Silver Switch? Fall. No, it's its own game. Silver Falls Galaxy Bound Curse for the Game Boy Color, which you can just download apparently. Dude, you can, so, listen to this article. Silver Falls, white inside its umbra, is described as a game about a mysterious small mountain town played by decades of UFO activity. Dude, I... And it supports balance interest, board. I'm kind of in this just to fucking know what... Silver Falls Undertakers looks like goddamn E.T. Mark Calloway. That, that E.T. Like... He was in Star to... Wars. Like, it's E.T. It's E.T. from the Atari. Did he fall down the hole? <laughs> Found down the hole. Kitty go down the hole. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Okay, this is... What is this game? Dude, I don't... What is this series? Because it's not even one yeah. game. Now I'm... 
Dustin is introduced me to a world of chaos. They're like coming soon. Silver Falls Undertaker for the Wii U. Silver Falls Gaiden for the Wii U. Silver Falls Guardians and Metal Exterminators for the 3DS. Sorry, new 3DS. Silver Falls Ghoul Busters for the 3DS. Are they out? Because you're running out of time. Yeah. Vicarious <clears throat> Brothers, which is made to look like a fucking virtual they, they, boy. They tweeted yesterday about a game coming to the 3DS. Really? Mm-hmm. Yay! All right, well, I'm into... Uh, on April 5th, three Wii U and four 3DS games are launching soon. All different styles and genres. Price to be announced soon. Thank you to everyone who supported and encouraged us to get these games onto these consoles. Dude, what the fuck is this series? Okay. The only person You're, that I mean, follows this Twitter account is, that I know is the head of ID at Xbox. <laughs> Dude, this... What the fuck is this? They only have 1,000 followers. Approximately, but like, what? What a weird thing! What a weird. My question I mean, is: Is if they actually put a game a, out? No, I've seen. You know what? I've passed by them. They exist. Like I've seen them, and I mean, Dustin said he played a bit of it, so obviously okay. it exists, Ken. But like, well, I mean, it says they're coming somebody, soon, which is weird. But like, some of like, so I didn't realize it was this deep of a rabbit hole. You know what I mean? There's like, literally seven like, games listed on this website. This, yeah. Is this going to be like, you know, Kanye Quest where it's actually a cult and no, I think this is a, what we I think we find ICP out that this cards is a madman. Joker cards. And it's like somebody just is like, all I do is build this lore of Silver Falls. Man, I... Coming soon to Nexpo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking silver All right. Last thing here. Some expensive games to get digitally. Any Shin Megami Tensei game. Fire Emblem Fates Revelations is only available on the expensive special edition cartridge, so this is the best way to get the true ending of that three-part game. Rhythm Thief. I'm probably missing a bunch, but I had to bust this email out before your recording stopped. Have a good one, guys. Rhythm Thief is one that I have because I picked it up. Humble did like a 3DS digital download bundle a long time ago. And that's how I got that. I also got the Street Fighter 4 version for the fucking 3DS, which I played like once because I was like. Hey, Nintendo just added three new Genesis games to the Switch Online. Cool. What are they? Shining Force 2, Sonic Spinball, and Space Harrier 2. Hey, those are some good games. Yep. They're, they're decent collection. Yep. That Genesis emulator on the Switch is pretty rad, too, by the way. The sound is mm, chef's kiss. So I have a few things um, that I wanted to also bring up. There, I, I, saw, I said, what's, what's another thing we could talk about? And we've went a long time on this, but that's okay. I do want to bring these up because I did write down one, two, three, six things I wanted to bring up. You brought notes. Basically, they're just, it's just, he's just going to call us pieces of shit. These are the six reasons why. All right, go ahead. Yeah. You only got six for me? No, no, no. I'm shocked. <laughs> no. <laughs> there, I wanted to bring up awesome moments, things that you remember in games, whether it be nostalgia purposes or just something that, hey, that was really cool. And I've got six things here. The first one, I wrote down Fear 2 School. 
Oh yeah, the so locker shaking and all that shit. The, yeah. the, so the locker shaking, but there's you remember those? It was almost like invisible ghosts that would flash occasionally mm-hmm. and attack you, and you could shoot them and kill them. It was you ran into those enemies before you got to this part, and you knew what to do. And they were flashing, and I shot them. And there was a couple of my shot, but there was one time where it flashed, and I shot, and it turned into the fucking girl. <laughs> And it's, I couldn't, I had to stop. I was like, I have to stop this. My, my, I, I, I'm going to have a freaking heart attack if I continue playing this game. Fear 2 was the highlight of that so series good. by far. Fear 2, Fear 2 is so good. Um, and in the same vein as that, when I was a kid, I bought it day one, Resident Evil 2. I, I was at a friend's house. I bought it. And we, I took it to a friend's house. We all sat down. It was like late at night. We were playing that game. The first time those friggin' arms come out of the, the boarded up windows. How old are you playing this game? Because that game was released in 1998 and I was fucking 17, 18 years old. I was 13. Eh, I could see that. What, did that not scare you when you were hurt? Oh, I didn't say it didn't scare me, but at that point I've been playing those kind of games so long that you just kind of expect it. I mean, like it... I was in high school when the first Resident Evil came out. That was what, 96? 96, I think. 95 or 96, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was in high school. I was driving when that game came out. Uh... I've talked about this before, but I want to mention it again. Uh, Demon Souls. The first time I played Demon Souls, like that whole thing was an experience. Um, cause nobody knew what the hell Demon Souls was whenever it came out. And it was like one of this like weird, like you discover stuff on your own kind of thing. And I was talking with my roommates about it and stuff like that. It was crazy. But I remember we were trying to cheese the game and you could put your summoning sign in like a corner somewhere. And I was like, okay, I put it in this specific corner. I'd be on the cell phone with my roommate. Okay. Go to that place so we can co-op together. Okay. And I was sitting there waiting, and it said, you're being summoned. I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm going into this game. But all of a sudden, I had this giant towel thing on my head, and I'm in a room that I don't know where I'm at. And there's a dude that walks in, and it's another player, and he's fighting me. What the hell is going on? And I fought this guy. I got killed. And then I went back to my game. I was like, what the hell was that? Was that like a glitch or something? Later on in the game, I go back to that room. And I'm fighting the dude with a towel on his head. That's when I had the realization. I was somebody's boss fight. In the game. Never seen that before in my life. Blew me away. Uh... The next one, once again, I was a kid when I played it. Uh, The first time you find out that Master Miller is actually Liquid Snake, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) When I was a kid, I felt so betrayed. That's funny. (laughs) And I was actually activating Metal Gear rather than turning it off. (laughs) Gotta get them key cards, baby. Gotta freeze the card and heat the card and... And then get back in time. Yeah. Mr. President. Oh, man. 
the second, the last one, I wrote down heavy rain. There's a specific moment in heavy rain <laughs> that that to this day Jason. I was like, that was one of the coolest sequences ever. Jason, Jason, a lot dumb with that game. There's a lot. We dumb are with that Americans, game. yes. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm and Jaden. That game, that Tommy game is nothing those. but a giant plot hole because they just mislead you for the sake of misleading you. They don't even cover it well. It's so oh, well, it's bad. better than so, it's better so, than Indigo Prophecy. It's better than Indigo Prophecy. I didn't say it Good. was. So it. here, here, just, here's the thing that it actually they had to cut a lot of stuff out of Heavy Rain, and that's the reason why the plot holes are there. Um, they had to cut it out because but, they couldn't finish it, or they had to cut it out because it wasn't allowed. General, I don't, g- no, they had to cut it out. No, they had to cut it out. So originally, Ethan was supposed to have like a a psychic connection to the killer, which was the reason why Ethan would sometimes randomly just wake up and find himself uh... in the middle of the street somewhere. And it was like, what? Like, and, you know, and he left that in for some reason, but they didn't do the whole psychic connection thing. Yeah, um, but there's a part in Heavy Rain close to the end where. Nam and Jaden is uh, trying to desperately figure out who the killer is, and he's going through that that the sunglasses with the the the, the VR thing. And during that time, the camera is facing Norman, and um, you're you're constantly going through the VR stuff. So you're looking at the files, you're looking at all the stuff. What you're not paying attention to is Norman, because in the game. When he's wearing the the sunglasses and the VR thing, it's affecting his mind essentially. And so you're the player itself is so focused on looking through the files, trying to find the right location, that kind of stuff, and cross referencing everything. If you look at the model of Norman while he's doing that, you slowly start to see a little trickle of blood come down his his face from where his eyes are, like under the underneath the sunglasses. And when I realized when I when I was playing the game, it was me and my roommate were playing the game together, and I was going through it, and going through it, and then my roommate was like, "Dude, look at his fucking eyes, they're bleeding." I was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." That moment, I was like, "That's a really good touch," because a lot of people may have never even saw that if they didn't stop and take a look at the actual character model. And I was like, "That's," I have to give that game credit for that moment. And then the last moment, Anthony will understand what I'm talking about. <clears throat> because I think me and him are the only people that actually play the game. Uh, get Even. And Get Even. Ken, 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 have you not played Get Even? Played through the first like hour and a half. Never went oh, back God. to it. God damn. Oh, man. It, get great. Even has, has some of the best sound design in, that, yeah. in, the, in a video game. There is a part in that game where you're hearing chanting and I can't remember what it morphs into. It's, it originally sounds like people are chanting the party, the party, the party. But when you get closer to it, it morphs into what they're actually saying, which is like, I think it's somebody's name. I can't remember, but I was like, holy shit. That is both haunting and scary, but it's also fucking brilliant. I've never seen that before. And that game is such a... trying to build tension. 
And the game is so weird because it's like, here's a corner gun. <laughs> and then you're like, okay. Yeah. Like, here's the walk around segment again. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then published by Namco of all things. You're just like, what the fuck happened here? It's such a bizarre game, but it's really good. I, one of my favorite parts Gideon of that is, is go ahead. filled with moments. Because, like, one of my favorite ones is when you're in the graveyard and the the, the pop song starts playing. Uh, signal bars. And it's just, yeah. like, it's such a weird experience. Um, yeah, I I I love that game. Uh, that, another one of those soundtracks by Olivier... Whose name I cannot pronounce. Yes. Who does soundtracks for a lot of the games we like, and who did soundtrack for Dying Light Two and Streets of Rage Four and Greedfall and the soon to be major me. motion picture Streets of Rage. Oh God, yeah, we'll talk about that on the fucking main podcast. I wonder if we'll do the music for it. There better be some chicken on the ground, turkey leg. Yeah, I uh, I'm. Get Even is such a bizarre... Get Even's one of those games where it's like, I don't want you to know anything. Just play it. Yeah. Because, yeah. When you, because while I don't think it'll ruin... you get the twist... You, well, that I wouldn't... It ruins a lot of the moments, though. Yes, but I would... Uh, but, like... You know, uh, me going into detail about something isn't going going to ruin the experience for you other than the fact that like, they don't repeat themselves, really. So, like... If you're expecting the whole game to be that, it's not. I don't know. It, it, what a, it, what a bizarre game to to exist. I guess nobody ever like, talks just, about it except yeah. you guys. I was, yeah, yeah. I think we're the only people actually play it. Like I said, I played about an hour and a half. I think I made it to the parking right. garage where you got the night vision. Oh, I think yeah. I stopped there. That game gets way better. And it like does. it's good, but it's just it really it gets does. progressively better. I have so many games on my backlog that Yeah, I totally understand that too. But then again, but you know, at least I'm not knock, Drew. You can knock out get even you can get you can knock out get even and probably six hours max. You can knock out Sonic the Hedgehog in like two hours, Drew, but you've never played that. I have no desire to. Uh, let me tell you about the seven Chaos Emeralds and the Drew has never had the nightmare with the the drowning music playing. And then you watch him die, and it's yeah. It makes a little pop sound of the last bubble coming out too. What? It's so traumatic. Um, well, oh, I didn't expect us to you go guys into have these. Any moments? Um, I got a couple. Um, I guess we should have said spoiler warning, but whatever. Uh, one of them is just a very weird moment. Um, I love the game Mystical Ninja starring uh, Goemon in uh, for the N64, and uh, that game is a lot has a lot of like amazing music. It's probably one of the best N64 soundtracks. Um, it's a really great 3D adventure, like, Zelda-like game. Um, but there's these brief moments where they decide to just lean on ambient noise. And it's one of the few times, like, you feel really lost somewhere. There's these gates that, like, if you go through the gate, 
it'll transport you to the island in the middle of the ocean. You're you're nowhere, and you just hear like seagulls and the waves crashing. And it's such a bizarre thing to have in a video game that's so bombastic with its like big poppy music like throughout the entire thing, and then there's just these brief moments where they're just like no, no sound, and. I think that's the reason why it stands out is because like every other video game needed sound of some sort. Like if it's going to be silent, it's going to be silent the whole time. Um, but no, like this is like a game that, I, or it doesn't have like background music in the normal sense, right? Um, it's got like more of an ambient soundtrack. No, no, this has like a full on soundtrack and then decides just ambient noise. I, it's bizarre. If people have played it, they know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, the big tree, I think, has, like, a light ambient track. But, um, yeah, just these really bizarre moments in that game. Um, a more story aspect is, like, spoilers for Watch Dogs, because most people don't care and haven't played it. Uh, or haven't played it. This might be the seller for you. Watch Dogs isn't the greatest GTA clone ever. It's just not. It does some really interesting things. It talks a lot about a lot of dark subject matter. And it, you play as a guy who is not a good person. Um, and it's not comic relief like GTA characters. One of my favorite moments, and it's kind of the last section of the game. So again, spoilers, but you find out the reason why Aiden's family has been targeted. Why Aiden was targeted and how, why the mob killed his family. Um, and it, you've gone through multiple people, and all these people were connected, but you really didn't know why you were having to travel through these, like, group, different groups. And it's because the mayor was accidentally caught on camera killing a hooker during sex. The mob had it and was blackmailing him. Then, like, a another criminal stole that video from the mob... And was using it to extort the mob. Because he had proof that they were extorting the mayor. And you kind of traveled down this path. But like you were trying to steal from the mob. In the beginning story of the game. Like they showed in the cutscene. And so they thought you had saw this information. And was trying to silence you. And the look on Aiden Pierce's face is like. Oh my god. This, this one thing was it. That's why I, even, I didn't even see it. And you're just like, fuck, like, I just did this. And then the bad guy's like, you can't kill me. I'm behind bulletproof glass. You can shoot this all day. And the way you figure out how to kill the guy, it pops up. But it's just this weirdly violent, everything that you've learned up until now is going to pay off, um, you know, your big hacking stuff. And then in the final moments of that game, they take it all away from you. And you're forced to drive through a city that's working against you using the same hacks. And it's so brilliant. So when I don't like Watch Dogs 2 and I don't like Watch Dogs Legion, it's because this game at least understood how to tell an interesting story. Um, because I, I either play games for story or gameplay. I prefer both. Um, but I can get through a bad game with a good story. Um, I don't think Watch Dogs is a bad game, but like, god damn, that story elevates it so much more than it really deserves. And then there's a bunch of extra content, but like, I love that story, 
And uh just yeah, nothing gets as dark. I mean there are some parts of Legion that gets dark for sure. Uh Ken knows what I'm referring to. Um yeah. but uh yeah, the house is uh all I'm gonna say is like the house in Watch Dogs Legion might be one of the most fucked up things I've seen in a video game that's not just pure horror. And then the um, the fact that I took a selfie with it. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help. Um <laughs> I mean, like, it, it, the problem is with, like, moments sometimes, like, near. Near and near Automata are just filled with moments. Like, there's no point. Just play those games. You'll understand. Um, but Dark Cloud 2. <sighs> Dark Cloud 2 has a time travel plot. And, like, running into characters from the first game, even though they're, like, sort of tangentially related, was neat. But the thing that got me the most is when you meet the main character, Max's mom, who's from the future. And having to kind of realize, like, the family can never kind of be one again because she has to be in the future and his dad has to be in the present. Um, I don't know. There, there's a lot of touching moments. And, like, finding out that the villains are never, like, the main villains, it's always, like, this twist. Like, the finding out that the dark genie in the first game is not the actual genie, which I know sounds weird, but it's, like, not the the actual evil character is what it really should be. Um, it's so fascinating. You go through these, like this story of how this guy had went through heartbreak and it turned him evil. And you go through it slowly, like picture by picture by picture down this like hallway. Um, and then I, I honestly, the b- best moment in any video game ever, in my opinion, is, uh, and it's probably because it was like one of the first things that like really stuck out to me in a video game. So it's biased from youth. But um, in Final Fantasy VI, sets her walking down the stairs, or running up the stairs. Now the stairs are in different. It's running downstairs, I believe. Um, anyways, running on the stairs, and he keeps turning around to tell you about his friend because you're you don't. This is spoiler for Final Fantasy VI. The world has ended, and you're regrouping after like a suicide attempt and everything. Like it's crazy. You're regrouping to take down the evil guy who ruined the world. Uh, but you don't have an airship anymore because that's gone. So Setzer has decided that you're going to take his old lover's ship that he buried in like her tomb with her. And he tells you the story of what happened. And yeah, having it fully acted would probably be, you know, a little bit more emotional. But it's the fact that this sprite, you're moving down these stairs very quickly, like these sprites are, and then Setzer turns around, tells you a bit more of the story. Like, he just keeps, like, wanting to explain himself. And, like, this is the character that's supposed to be kind of a shithead. And, man, like, it's brilliant. I know a lot of people talk about the opera scene, but, like, the opera scene, in my head, it doesn't stand out as much as as that moment of just, like, this character kind of, like remembering a person very dear to them. Like, I, I, I've i never seen that in a video game done as well as Final Fantasy VI. Ken, it's your turn. You're up. You have to come up with some stuff. <laughs> I have to come up with stuff on the fly. When I win in Overwatch. All right, well, thanks. No, there's nothing There's nothing about that. You, you, Drew knows me long enough to know that the, these will be old man stories, but the first time that I finished The Light World in Link to the Past and realized there was basically a whole other fucking video game. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I, that's just that just blew my freaking mind. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. There's a whole nother game. Um, to my arcade days, uh, before there was the internet, before there were you know everybody knowing everything, hearing constantly about all the rumors of Mortal Kombat 2 and what could be done in that game, and going to the arcade one day and seeing somebody do the Kintaro fatality with Shang Tsung, where he transforms into him, which was just supposedly a rumor and a lie, and watching somebody doing it and begging that person to tell me how they did it. Like, how do you not remember something like that that now is available on the internet before the game comes out? You know? Um, I can't have a conversation without talking about Metal Gear, but the scene in 4 where you're flying in the chopper back into Shadow Moses is one of the biggest... That whole whole act. That whole Shadow Moses act is one of the most... With the song playing in the helicopter, like I will Brilliant never forget things. that. Yeah, I will never forget well, that. All the ghosts, the best they, is yet to come. Yep. The amount of detail they put all the pictures of the developers back as ghosts. Yeah. Like that whole sequence of walking through there and the, the original audio playing. Yeah, the flashbacks yeah. and all that stuff, and you're just like, "Fuck, <laughs> thank you." This they should have never made five. <laughs> like this is yeah. how it should have ended. Yeah. <laughs> At least five like, wasn't about solid. At yeah. least. So. Uh, yeah. Trying to think if there was other ones. I have one that's a cheap one, but because everybody I think that's played it feels the same way, but Shadow of the Colossus is ending. I, man, like what a brilliant way to finish that game. And it made a little bit more sense to me because I think a lot of people jumped in on Shadow of the Colossus because I think it was just more appealing to people. But, like, I had played Ico previously. So the ending of Shadow of the Colossus, I was like, holy shit. Like, is this a prequel? Like, uh, fuck, brilliant games. Um, But, yeah, like, that that ending is awesome. I mean, even the ending for Ico where it's... Or Ico or whatever the fuck people call it... um, where they wash up on the beach. I don't know. There's just something like about the way that 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 team's stuff came out like just fairy tale ish. How can you have this conversation without talking about the ending of Earthbound? Yeah, that's. I mean, the part where that, you go back that through time. Weird though. Yeah, but the part at the end where you go back through time and you see your former self and. Like, you tell your former self that you're too busy to hang out with it. <laughs> it's just... So, so, um, Earthbound Beginnings, uh, the ending of that, it, it, so, like, it does its credits roll and stuff, and then it's just a screen of a guy at the telephone, and it's, like, clearly the dad calling, and it's, like, such a weirdly uncomfortable, um... It's like pick up kid. There's uh there's more to do or something like that, and like it's clearly opening for a sequel. But that sequel never really happens because Earthbound is kind of a remake of Mother. Mother Two is kind of like a retelling of Mother One, but also a sequel. It's very, um, very bizarre. But yeah, like and then the music that's playing is kind of just kind of goes into like a static sound. Yeah, the battle uh, with Gygus and all that stuff is just. Oh no, that one, that one's, 
the music in that is way better. But like, I'm just saying, like, it's a constant like hum sound, and just there's a picture of a guy on a telephone. And it says, "I know that boy is home. Come on, son, answer the phone. Something new has come up." And and that's it. What about when it's you find the, out, Drew, who the real villain is in Blue Dragon? <laughs> I haven't played Blue Dragon fully, so I don't know. <laughs> I I called it. Oh, I called it in the first episode. That's so funny, though, who it really is. I have yeah. to pay more attention, yeah. and then... It's, it's, it's so stupid, no, it, Anthony. It's so stupid. It's just dumb. Oh, okay. it, it's dumb. I, I did it as a, as a joke, and they come to find out it was real. I was like, oh. Yeah, because you fight who you think the, the that, big bad is, and then it's like, no, here's the real villain, and you're like, oh, are you God. fucking kidding me? Are you serious? This is the real villain? Yeah. Although I have to say, that final boss music. That final Beautiful. boss music is fucking slamming, son. I don't know how I didn't get tired yeah. of chicken steak after 45 hours in that game, but I did not. Mm. And that final song for that final boss is just... Whew. Got the organ playing. Man, that, that game... I love that game. I don't care. And I know you hate it now, Drew, but I still think the chopping off the, the hand of the security guard and alone in the dark was one of the coolest mechanics at the time. Um, okay, so when you say chopping off the hand, is it to use, like, a security card? Yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah. Like, because it didn't, like, lean you to that at all. Uh, and his okay. body's just laying there, and I'm like, well, I've got a sword. What if I just cut his hand off? Like, so, oh, so shit, that's... you can do that. So that was a thing in the original Shadow Man that I remember is like you're in the prison, there's a bunch of decapitated bodies, and you're like, I, that guy has a key card, but his hand won't let go of it. So you just what about cut in God off of his War? Arm, and then you use his. What about Sorry? in God of War when you put the dude in the the the, the cage and you got to burn him to, to solve that puzzle? I thought you were gonna talk about where he uses Apollo's head as a flashlight. Well, there is that too. Yeah. God. <laughs> that where game. He beats Hermes. He cuts off Hermes' legs. Oh my god, that game is... Mm. Very angry. The game is very <laughs> angry, but it was very clever at the time. Chronicles oh, of Angry, man. You know what? I like all three of those original games. I did not care for Ascension, and 2018 is one of the best games on the PlayStation 4. So, four out of five ain't bad. Um, the, thing is, the, the thing is, is that Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta is actually really good, too. Oh, no, I forgot about those. You're right. Those are very good. No, those are real good. Um, yeah, so, yeah, no. Six out of seven. I like Ascension uh, Story. I just don't like the pacing and the way it plays. It's, I don't know. Never played it. It has to Keepers. do with, like, the Sisters of Fate, I think, if I remember correctly. I don't It just, it was not memorable at all. Not like the other three. Super Paper Mario. That's my, that's my last one that I'll bring up. Is Super Paper Mario... There's a lot of dark, dark moments for a, like a Nintendo game with Mario in it specifically, um, like a little girl turning to a spider monster, which is just like the sound it makes and stuff. It's just fucked up. Then you fight a giant nerd who likes weird video games and anime and stuff. <laughs> He's a chameleon. Um, Nintendo. Who wants your? Who wants base. your? Yeah. Who wants your? Your butterfly helper friend, but the real thing is like, and you watch a world get destroyed, blah blah blah. The real, the real thing is like the background story it tells you about the villain Count Black slowly reveals itself to what 
actually has happened. And the way that game ends, it leaves you without your butterfly companion, which is your, like, the thing that you use to point towards the screen to get information on enemies and stuff. So, the end game, you, like, you finish the game, which has, like, an RPG-esque element to it, right? And it has a story, but then you can just keep playing and going back to all these other places that have changed and referenced the fact that the main game is kind of finished and you have to you have to go back to the nerd and buy his replica of your butterfly back and it's just like the whole game is so absolutely bizarre and people hated it and we got sticker star because people hated it so I blame everybody on that that's fine Sticker Star was not the worst one. Which one's the worst one? Color Splash. Color Splash is Color Splash is riding the Paper Mario games is a great riding. Color Splash, the problem with it was that the battles didn't matter. Well, I'm pretty sure the new one, the battles don't matter either. Start, the battles yeah. didn't matter in Sticker Star, and you wasted your stickers getting into battles. Why would I get into a battle to waste my stickers? Which is how I... This is how a question I ask myself in real life. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just the oh, idea of... I, I, think you're running, fights. I was going to say, I think you're running, you're running into the late night. You're getting crazy now. <laughs> I mean, I'm... It's freaking 9.30. It's almost Drew's bedtime. Streetlights are on. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you wake up at 5 a.m. like I do. Hey, I no, I get it. I'm not. I'm not giving you a hard time. It's, I don't get up till eight. So. God. Well, this is a chaotic a episode of years. Phoenix Down. Then that's <laughs> like, what I'm hearing. No, is this... I think it was a good one. Hey, when I ain't got to be the host, I'm all for it. I don't have to deal with all this shit. Hi. Right, so. Hey. I'm going to look into Jet Rocket. I'm definitely going to look into Silver Falls. That sounds like it's a fucking time. Um, and then uh, all those stupid uh, guild games. Do I need to reinstall Get Even and deal with that at some point? I That might be... Honestly, I would I would play it. and but Or, you know what? I think I'll play it again. Drew, I think you need to play it again. We'll have to do like a Phoenix Down episode. <laughs> It's not long. You can finish it in, like, two days. Well, if I had time to play it in two days, that's always the kicker. Whatever. Yeah, that's the problem. I gotta fit it in between but my Overwatch. But it's a Sneak Sound game. That's all I do play. Yeah, see, that's the thing. is, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't played much of anything in about a week. Like, truly I nothing. I think we should do it. I think we should do it just because that game is fucking great. And, like... You pointing at stuff would probably be interesting to like go back and try to see stuff like I, that I missed. I will, yeah, I, I will, I'm, I'm I will in. install it and see where I get to, and I will let you know. I don't have anything I, I'm playing you're... right now, so. Okay. All right. Well, then yes, it's my answer. Play it. I will install it. If you have it, install it. That goes for everybody. If you have it, install it. It's been in I do, like, I a do couple own hundred it. I know I own shit. it, so I have to install it. <sighs> All right. It is really good. I've got to get some food in me and get to bed. I'm sure Drew's ready for bed, right? 
Yes. So do you? Well, I'll ask you after we're done. You you go ahead and do your thing. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate everybody listening. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I am at DML Fury. Matt. Matt. I always say Matt is at R-E-N-G-S. Matt is at R-E-N-G-S. He's in Iceland right now, but ask him you how can Iceland follow is. him as well. I will ask him. This is very green. Um, Ken, you're at ZTGD. That's me. Uh, Anthony, at Complacent Robot. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. But, uh, yeah. Oh, emails. If you would like to send us an email, it's drew at ztgd.com. But that's pretty much it. Um, we are going to finish control next week, go through both the DLCs, and then we're going to move on to AI, the Insomnium files. But, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, can't think of anything else, so we're going to wrap it up. Until next time, I am Drew. I'm Anthony. I'm Ken. I, I, I thought know. he was going. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I knew it. Are you done? Ken. Are you done? What am I doing? Yeah. That's uh, it. Okay. I'll no. Stop. Or, or, well, it... Bye.
是。